Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? The mm. Friday face shake. Everybody's doing a face to shake now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Get me going. Here we go. Party time. Good morning. Excellent. How's everybody doing? Is everybody good? Uh, good. I'm excited. Good. Excited to hear about your days that you both had yesterday. I am. And it's, it's true. I can imagine. I can almost guess both of you. But uh, that being said, I'm excited <laughs> to hear it. Because I'm excited to share the Costco incident with you guys and get Uh-oh. your opinion on it. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we should start with what? Steve, probably? What'd you do yesterday? Steve, Steve went for, for a walk. walk. Yeah. Let's see. Well, actually, no. I went for just a jaunt, maybe even just a stroll. It was just a quick jaunt. to the... Hmm. Yeah, we went... So Charlotte woke up real late yesterday, apparently, and then... Uh, after I was in charge of her, she was still pretty tired, so she didn't want to go for a walk until like close to noon. And then when we did go, she just walked over to the park, got on the swings for a couple minutes, and then said she was tired and wanted to go home. Wow. So, then we went back home, and then she proceeded to get all this energy, refuse to nap, and just <laughs> make me pull my hair out of my head all day. Birth so oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds no fun whatsoever. Does she? There was a few, there's moments here and there, but yeah, there's a lot of like, ugh. Does really, she what you, get what? really hyper after she poos? What? <laughs> I, I, know that's a, I know that's a weird question, but. Now that you say that, she did poop after we got back from the park. And then yeah. that was kind of shortly thereafter. Why do you get really excited after you poop? <laughs> Barrett the dog does. I know that. No, but Kevin does. Kevin yeah. the cat does. <laughs> and Dan and I were just talking about it the other day about, or it was yesterday, because Kevin was running up and down the uh, uh, the length of the house. We live in uh-huh. a ranch, so. so he's running up and down the length of the house, and I was like, oh gosh. Probably just pooed because he's got a lot of energy because that always seems to be when that happens. Yeah. That's how Barrett the dog is. We call it his morning cup of coffee. He's really slow and lethargic (laughs) in the morning. We take him outside, he poos, and he's hyper and ready to go. I know. So maybe that's a Charlotte thing, too. Yeah, I'll have to keep an eye on that. See see if it's a trend. <laughs> Animals and kids. What's the difference? Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> there isn't much. No, no, there isn't much, no. Well, that sounds okay. like a fun day, Steve. Sorry yeah, that you pulled your hair bad. out all day. That's Well, I think she'll nap today since she didn't yesterday, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. There you well, go. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what about you, Connie? And my, what day was, was your day? my day was pretty lame. I didn't do a whole lot of anything. 
I, I made a, a list for grocery shopping, but didn't grocery shop. Um, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of anything. Oh, okay. So, you're, so essentially, how's your mom, by the way? Did you talk because you and I were talking on the phone. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, Steve. Once in a while, Connie no. and I have a conversation <laughs> off the air on the phone, nope. and we were talking, no. and you uh, every oh. now and again. <laughs> yeah, you, you said you were going to call your mom. How's she doing? Uh, she is exactly the same. She, oh, she's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. do you want to hear about the Costco incident? Yes, what happened at Costco? All right. Did you get pizza? And, and, and it's a, yes, of course. I did. It okay. was delightful. Mm. Uh, it was an interesting thing. I had to go to Costco. It was the first time since the whole pandemic started officially that I'd yeah. been to Costco, except for gas. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and so it was It was kind of different for me, right? And it was busy, but there was no lines to get in. And, you know, they're doing everything right. Blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, the... right chairs of the food court has been replaced by giant boxes of light bulbs and whatever like you know whatever okay, okay. so i go to costco i get my stuff go through the checkout all that crap it's weird you know and you know you don't hand them your card anymore they just scan it from your hand so oh, that threw okay. me a little bit yeah yeah and i'm going to my car i put everything away in my car and here is where the costco oh, incident weird. happened uh behind me is a woman with a mask on and she's got a full cart. And okay. uh, out of her cart, she's, I would say, five feet from me, six feet from me, right? If you want to make it socially acceptable. Okay. And out of her cart, as I'm putting closing my trunk, falls a giant thing of uh, water bottles. Okay. So, Connie, Ooh. you've known me t- over 25 years. You, you know went to inst- help her. Instinctively, mm. yep. And this is the Costco incident. Oh, no. Bad I look move. at her. She looks at me. <gasps> Our eyes meet. (laughs) Uh It almost sounds romantic, right? I look at her. She looks at me. Our eyes meet. And uh, I go to walk over there and I stop. And I say, would you, would you like, would you like help? And her car ended up being parked right next to mine. And she said, no, no, I, I think I've got it. And she's like picking it. It's heavy. They're, that's heavy. Uh, what right. is it? A 24 pack of water bottles? They're heavy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like, ah, picking it. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, no, thank you so much, though. And I'm fine. She was a very friendly lady. She had her mask on. And at this point, my mask is off because I'm in my trunk. Right. And I'm about to get in my car. And uh, then uh, her, she's kind of balancing it on in her cart. She's slowly sliding it to her car that's parked next to me. And again, I said, ma'am, I would love to open your trunk for you, but I know this is such a weird-ass, awkward time. And that's a quote, by the way, uh, that I, I don't know what to do right now. Can you just tell me what to do? You know, and again, she looks at me. I look at her. Our eyes meet. You know, and she's like, yeah, I can tell you what to do. No. Uh, actually, she said thank you, but no, I've got this, and I appreciate it, though. It was very nice of you to offer. But Oh, that's nice. Here's, Here's why I call it the uh, Costco incident of yesterday. Dun, dun, dun. Is why it's is so that? weird now to be, it's so hard to be a gentleman. Yeah. Or And I know women can do it too and you're a good person, but I call it a gentleman. Yeah. So it's my word. I can do it. So, yeah, that totally uh, makes sense because it's, na- it's something that you've been doing for your whole entire life. Oh, yeah. I would have picked just, up those water bottles. I would right. have walked them to her car. I would right. have helped her unload her cart. I would have said, have a wonderful day. 
and walked away. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. And mm-hmm. she, it just was very awkward. And I could tell it was awkward for her. I knew she was appreciative. She, I'm, I'm, I was wait, I was afraid she was going to yell at me. You know, because right. everybody, you know, I'm right. like, oh my God, is this my Karen? <laughs> Am I having a Karen? Did you, you whip know? your phone out? Were you about to take a video yeah. of it? Excuse me. I'm sorry. You cannot comment <laughs> or say anything to me unless I'm recording. We need to trend. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, know, I, I really, I was like, am I having a Karen right now? Is this going to happen? And she was a, a wonderfully nice lady. But here's what my question is for you guys. I, I think I did everything right in that situation. What would you have done in that situation? Were you me? Let's start with Connie. And what would you have done? I'm assuming the same thing. The exact same thing. I probably wouldn't have pushed it 50 times. I would have just no, said, do you yeah. need some help? Um, <laughs> that was the weird part. <laughs> like you just kept, please, man, let me sure? help you. I know. Yeah. I know. I but end up carrying so her. I carry her to her car like she's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you. I'm swaddling her. Which wouldn't uh, surprise me. But, no, um, but, you know no I mean? but that's you. Well, yeah. you're kind of, I mean, and I mean, I do mean this as a compliment because you, you can be pushy. And I don't. I wouldn't mean it as a compliment, but about this kind of stuff, you're you're pushy, but it's because you're trying to be nice and yeah. a gentleman. So yeah. I get it, but it's like you got forty some years of muscle memory of being a gentleman. It's hard to not do that. Yeah, like everybody has. I don't go out all that much. I just don't. Um, I don't need anything to go shopping for. I like as far as a mall or a store like that is concerned. You know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, Dan's been doing a lot of grocery shopping. So I'm not in public places a lot. We don't go to the beach because we have a pool. We, You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't go out a lot. My muscle memory is not to get out of my car and put a mask on my face. Yeah. I forget almost. I, I carry it in my purse for that very reason. Because as I'm about to walk in to any place, I remember, oh, yeah, I got to put a mask on. So I put a mask on. But that's not natural for me to do. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, I know so, exactly what you mean. It's but weird. The, the fact that you just kept saying, and, and that's so fish-like. I promise you, though, I did not make it uncomfortable for her. Well, here's the other oh, funny I'm part. Sure. <laughs> As she's, she's set the water bottles at the end of her cart, she's balancing them, trying to pull her cart to her car next to me. She's blocking my way of getting out. Right. And I uh, and she's like, I am so sorry. I, I will go really quick here so you can back up. I'm I know I'm in your way. And I looked at her, I said, ma'am, completely take your time. Completely take your time. And then I sat in my car and, like, looked at my phone or whatever and just sat in mm-hmm. my car and waited until she had unpacked her groceries into her car just mm-hmm. to make sure she was okay. Because, I mean, she was having a hard time with all of it. So right. it wasn't like, you know, and I'm not saying by any means that she was out of shape or anything. She just, well, it no, was Costco a weird balancing stuff is act. huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was really Huge quantities, really awkward, and I just didn't like. Steve, would you have you would you even what offered her the help, or are you because you by <laughs> yeah, nature I would offer are... the help. Well, the thing that that something similar happened to me. It was inside the grocery store. There was a dad and his kid. The kid was in the grocery cart, and the kid had his was like playing with stuff on the shelves as he was standing there, and he pulled an entire twenty four pack of waters off the shelf, and it hit the ground and like exploded all over the place, oh, and wow. all the water bottles went everywhere. And I helped by keeping my distance and kicking the water bottles to the guy so he could pick them up. (laughs) And I thought, and and he thanked me afterwards. Like, I thought I was helping. So that's how I would have done it. (laughs) Oh, God. You would have, yeah. Started, I should have used my, 
I should have used my ninja feet. I should have wrapped both my feet around her thing of water bottles and hopped them to her car. (laughs) What the Uh, hell? That's hilarious. Honest to God, it was so it was so weird. And and yeah, because Steve, you don't really like to talk to people when you're in public, you know, pre-pandemic. So no, no, I I specifically, even if I'm not listening to anything, I make sure I have headphones in when I'm in the grocery store, just so people don't try to talk so they don't to talk to you uh-huh. yeah so, that's so, so you'll just have them in and it'll be silence nothing coming out of them uh i mean sometimes so i'll you put a podcast in but if it ends before i'm done shopping i don't take it out or find a new podcast i just keep <laughs> the headphones so in. weird and he's like bopping his head Radio down, people you know? are whack. that's all yeah. i have to say yeah. and i throw myself in that own one too because we all got our own quirks but that's hilarious to me <laughs> you would think that people who decide they want to be on the radio and have a show and blah, blah, blah. You would think they yeah. always want to be the life of the party. But really, out of the three of us, there's only one person here who really loves being in, in the limelight, loves to be the center of attention, loves and to entertain Steve. people. No, yeah. and that's you. <laughs> no. yeah. That is fish. That is me. No, The other doubt, two of us are it. like, yeah, I'm just going to put earbuds in so nobody talks to mm-hmm. me and just no, kick water bottles at people and it's so weird. say i hope i help me i hope i help I mean, fortunately <laughs> i hope i help me i couldn't say it for some what reason i hope i'm helping okay hope i help i hope i help okay that's not weird uh, yeah. no fish it's i think that's very nice i do think the fact that you kept going and saying are you sure are you sure are you yeah <laughs> that's kind of weird but that's just you no. Well, that got really awkward because I was like, are things weird at home? How do you feel? Oh How's gosh. your health? You know, she's uh, like, I don't even know you. And then you know, I'm like, well, can I buy you coffee? She's like, you have a wedding ring on. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't even drink jewelry. coffee. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, you, did you have two wedding rings on? You yeah, I always have two because my OCD. Yeah, yeah one for mm-hmm. each wife. Left hand, right hand. It's mm-hmm. great. No, but yeah, it was it was a really and I've been dying to tell Connie about it. We were uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Steve. Once in a while, Connie and I talk uh, outside of the show (laughs) Mm, and we were talking last night and I was going to tell her about it. And I'm like, I should wait on that because it it for the show. It was weird, man. It was really weird. It's it's (laughs) such a I, I hate this new version of sensitive people and you're you're afraid you're going to encounter a karen i really did think i'm like oh god she's gonna yell at me i have to offer though i can't not offer to help she's gonna yell at me you know well i don't know if anybody would yell at you for offering to help well but can you imagine if If you walked over and actually started helping without offering or that's what i was doing space yeah i stopped halfway like if we were six feet away, I walked three feet and then I stopped and I went, oh gosh, I'm sorry. I hope I'm not making you uncomfortable. You know, like I'm her doctor or something, yes. you know, so <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like her then, yearly visit. Let me guess, you went home and you and Alicia talked about it for three and a half hours and picked it apart and analyzed it. No, my day, was, do. my day was great yesterday. Alicia wasn't here, so I never even told her that story. It was, <laughs> it was a wonderful day. But that lady came over with all of her water bottles and we had a really good time. Oh it gosh, fun. you're so and, weird. That's her new name. When we hey, talked last bottles. night, Fish was making chicken. Yeah. And we were discussing um, different ways that he could make chicken because he was putting Lowry's on it. Yeah. And and you, you said you were putting Lowry's salt and then garlic salt, right? And I was like, now, okay, that's going to be that a was very disgusting. salty chicken. It was yeah. very good. It was very good. Was it good? It wasn't too salty? It, 
No, and I ended up shredding it up because we'll make like quesadillas or something like that with it today. But it's funny that you say that, Connie, that you brought that up mm-hmm. and that you were picking on Alicia and I for over-discussing things because actually <laughs> I have a story I want to tell you that I like to call Chicken Gate. Oh, gosh. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, how about if we do that after the break? I'll tell you <laughs> next. Yes, <laughs> he stole it from you. Oh, you couldn't say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Steve's going to do uh, some movie reviews. Now, are there new movies coming out? We got them coming up in about 10, 15 minutes or so. Are there oh, new movies, so. Steve? Yes. So uh, one came out actually last week. It was an Apple TV exclusive uh, with Tom Hanks. It's his new movie called Greyhound, a World War II movie. Oh, and cool. Then, uh, that looks good. Yeah, and then coming out today, uh, Kevin Bacon's new movie, You Should Have Left. It's coming straight to streaming. It's a horror movie. Dude, you know, uh, Kevin Bacon only keeps making horror movies. It's weird. Uh, you know that uh, Bill and Ted and Coming to America both come out in the sequels for those. Both come out in August. Boom. Really? New, new movies. Yep, both of them. Nice. As mm. of now, we will see. Right? Real interesting. Just, I'm, I'm All right, we got your text more. question of the day coming up, too, but first, Chicken Gate. What happened? Yeah, to but, oh, before we get into Chicken Gate, uh, and I believe it's pronounced Chicken Gate. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, I was doing a long dramatic pause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My fat finger real didn't slow fire the damn thing today. No kidding. <laughs> Chicken Gate. Hey there. Dun, dun, dun. Just call me Slow Thumbs. Before I get into it, though, uh, it's funny. We got a, a text. You can text the show, message via the app, email, et cetera. You know the drill. Um, mm. From a member of the Click of Six. And uh, she said, so essentially, if I see fish out in public, I can stop and say hi and tell them I like their show. But if I see Connie or Steve, I should keep walking <laughs> or just stalking them? Yes. Wave from yes. afar. You yes, can always yes. say hi to me. Yeah. You can always say hi to me. I'm just not the person. And Steve would be awkward if you did. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, more he's uncomfortable. Yeah, he's, I actually he's more uncomfortable. A, yes. I, I actually met a listener um, a few days ago that was a Britney's coworker, And I, I get real uncomfortable and sweaty. How sweaty are nice. hands? Steve, Steve, did you? Uh, huh. But like you, you talk to your neighbors and stuff, right? You're comfortable with your neighbors, like to say hi to them. I'm not hanging out with them, just say hi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, okay. All, all of my neighbors, I'll have conversations with and stuff from afar. So there you go. If you really want, no, have a but conversation it's funny with- because sometimes people, when you meet people who have listened to the show, you know that you have a certain thought, they have a certain vision in their head of what we're like, and we're very yeah. honest about what we're like, um, and. It's probably kind of surprising if you're a listener of the show. If you did, if we weren't so honest about it, it'd probably be kind of surprising for you to think somebody, you know, these three are on a radio show and two of them don't want to be in the limelight. Like, I sometimes people expect you to be super funny and be this and be that. Yeah. Do something funny. I don't do that. Yeah. I don't do that when I'm in Meyer. You know what I mean? I shout and I get out. I remember the first time somebody, uh, Connie and I, like 20-some years ago, the first time somebody came up to me and said, hey, 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 say something funny. And I was like, um, you're an asshat. Is that funny? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Uh, but no, so if you break it down, though, you see Connie in public, you see me in public, please say hi, that's fine. You see Steve in public, follow him home and say hi to him at his house. And then yes, that's he'll my be more comfortable. Uh-huh. He'll no. be way more yeah, comfortable. If, if we'll I'm all in familiar talk to surroundings. You. But <laughs> yeah. Fish would be the one who would be like, hey, yeah, I'm just going to the bar. You want to go and have a drink? That's Fish. I would mm-hmm. not say that to you. 
and Steve uh, would enter the conversation rather quickly. So um, all three of us are very different, you know, as people. Yeah. All three of us. Unless are I have different. to pee. Unless I have to pee. If I have to pee, I, <laughs> I didn't say hi to a guy once that was trying to say hi to me, and I had to pee really bad at a bar, and he was mad at me for a year. Said I was, yeah. you know, a jerk and whatever. Oh, okay, I forgot. Chicken gate. Chicken gate. Yeah, here's what happened. Connie and I have a conversation. I don't know if you know this or not. Well, yeah, you do, Steve. Okay. So Connie and I have a conversation on the phone last night, and I'm telling her what I did. I you know, threw some Lowry's on there, some olive oil, some uh, garlic powder, whatever. And uh, I make the chicken, and Connie starts telling me about good marinades. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of cool. And Alicia gets home from work, and she had a late night last night. And mm. she says, uh, I was talking to her, and she thanked me for making the chicken because she was starving. And mm -hmm. I said, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try a good marinade next week. Kind of gave me some really good ideas with chicken. And she got so excited. And now I'm locked into it. That <laughs> is chicken game. And I, I'm like, uh, I rue the day that I called Connie. Because usually after the show, I'll process all the stuff I shouldn't tell her out of my head. <laughs> but uh, so now I have to do it. it well, sucks. I was explaining to Fish because Fish is just so basic. He learned how to yeah. cook. I mean, back when Fish and I, before pre-Alicia, he didn't know how to cook a chicken breast. Like, no. he's very much like a child when it comes to the kitchen. He's very simple. Yep. He doesn't yep. care. Um, yep. So I was like, you know, anybody who eats a lot of chicken, like it gets very, if you don't put spices and stuff on it, it's just a very boring meat, in my opinion. But you, you gave know? some great yeah, ideas so last night on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I just think it's ideas. very boring. And there's so many great spices and stuff around and marinades that you don't have to have boring old chicken anymore. What can so I that do, was Connie? our conversation. <laughs> Give me a quick example of what I can do with this chicken to make it taste better. Cooking. Oh my Connie. gosh! Just get some Mrs. Dashes. Whatever one sounds good to you. Like I love lemon pepper. I love all of them. There really isn't a Mrs. Dash or a, a spice equivalent to that because that is being hoarded right now. I think. Um, so there isn't a spice equivalent to that. That it, it's the same thing. But you've got to pick out what flavor you like. Like there's one that's like Roma tomato something. You don't like tomatoes. So yeah. you're not going to pick that one out, you know? If there's one over there's a five whole years aisle old, of marinades. You don't even have to make a marinade. Like yeah, no. when I, I used make to use the Lowry's. Yeah. I love Lowry's. Yeah. And when I um make certain steaks, I marinate them and it's a, but it's a homemade marinade because it's the marinade my dad always made. And oh, I'm yeah, having yeah. that this I'm having that bad boy this weekend. Dan shopped yesterday and and got me my steak. So I'm going to marinate it this week. This is like the third time I've had it in 3 weeks. The uh, birthday, uh, Alicia's birthday. But I don't always is, make my own marinades, you know? Alicia's birthday is tomorrow, and we're going to go get some really good meat from a butcher. That's one thing yeah. that we've been discussing lately. And I was, because mm -hmm. I was thinking about you and Dan and your fine meats. They're, Dan's <laughs> very good with the meats. He gets the meats, and like Connie's meats. marinade is insanely good. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for it's that. It's not all I'm, mine, but yes. Yeah. But yes. I'm locked into Chicken Gate. Appreciate well, it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know. Try something That's new right. a little bit. You literally throw it in a Ziploc baggie and let it marinate overnight, and it will change the way you eat chicken. I look at a, chi a good chicken marinade. I look at, like, a good relationship. Throw it in a sack. Let it simmer overnight. <laughs> it's juices. All right, Steve's movie reviews are coming up in a few minutes. Uh, right now, though, text question of the daytime. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money? Man. Uh, this is a weird one. This is a weird one because I've done some weird stuff for money. Uh, it's the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money. Hmm. I remember my first gig working with Connie. We were doing afternoons in Omaha, 
and I was uh, an intern, producer, sidekick, co-host. It just kind of worked my way up the ladder. And I was making $10,000 a year first year out of college. And it was not cool. Well, not so on your I, internship. You didn't make any money on your internship. I didn't make any money. Yeah, I didn't make that any was after, money. We hired you after your internship. Yeah. So, I mean, I went into credit card debt on my internship, but it was worth it. It mm-hmm. paid out, right? So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, we did a lot of stuff for money. But the most embarrassing thing I've ever done for money was actually what? not for me. It was for that very company you and I were working for at the time. Okay. There was a, uh, there's in Omaha, Nebraska, there's a place called the Old Market. And it was, uh, I don't know, five degrees. It was the winter. And Nebraska <laughs> winters are very icy. And we needed a chair for the studio. And our company was too cheap to buy us one, so we made a big joke about it. <laughs> and he raised I money, g- and he ran through the old market, which is uh, just like a downtown area. He ran through the old market in my very silky pajamas. They were yeah. shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Connie's nice. pajama shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not... Not thank God, thank God. There's no uh, pictures of that that anybody can find. <laughs> it was Steve, not a what is picture. the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Mm, I don't even know if this is 100 percent embarrassing, but this is probably the only like dumb thing I've done for money, and that was run across the Red Cedar River for 20 bucks while I was in college. <laughs> it was uh, after a day of tailgating and a football was it game. Frozen? No, but I, there's a part near the library where it's only like three feet deep. So it's only about, it oh, gets yeah. about to waist deep at the, the top. But I mean, pretty dangerous yeah. thing to do after you've been drinking. I can't swim. There's a current there. And I just oh ran gosh. right across and then ran right back and then Steve, got my 20 Steve, bucks and Steve. went home and passed out in the dorms. Nice. <laughs> and remember the other time that you <laughs> did something when you were wasted at state? And yeah. you lost your three front teeth, and now you have fake ones. Yeah, but no one paid me for that. I had no. Paid. You probably have paid a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. It's probably Isn't that the a song, by the way. All I lost in college was my three front teeth. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Text question of the day today is: What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Um, I think mine was when I had to work at that job where I wore a mushroom bonnet. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> Sign of the beef carver. That restaurant yeah, that I was a waitress at. And she had a mushroom it a, forehead. It was Got a it. R- bright red mushroom hat. It was awful. And like some weird nurses looking dress. Like what? It was just so weird. Uh, I looked like a oh, little I hobbit. <laughs> I don't even have enough room to write down how awesome that whole thing is. That's just the best say one mushroom hat. <laughs> no, just while dressed as a nurse. Hat. That's going to be great. No, it wasn't as a nurse, but everybody like we the uniform was like a white dress. And so it looked you looked very nursey from I mean, we didn't have white tights or anything on, uh, but you looked very nursey from the neck down. And then from the neck up, I don't know what we looked like. Stepped out of some weird movie. Oh, this is great. (laughs) Okay, so the next question of the day. (laughs) What is the most embarrassing thing that you have ever done for money? Because I'm not one of those people who um, you can say to me. Oh, I'll give you five bucks to drink the cement mixer. No. no I don't yeah. care about five bucks. Yeah, I would pass no. on that stuff, too. I was never one of those, like, no. that, remember that show Fear Factor, people that could do that stuff? Yes. I'm not that guy. No way. Yeah. Me neither. No. Respect. Nope. Okay. I it's learned something to learn. today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? So let's talk about John McCain. Oh, all right. Did you know that John McCain had been on Jeopardy? No. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Jeopardy in 1965 before he went to Vietnam. And wow. he was a one-day champ. Wow, I did not know Weird, that, actually. right? Yeah. That show is Yeah. Old. I know. Actually, uh, uh, in Totes Trending, we're going to do uh, give you an update on Alex Trebek as well and uh, a little message from him in reference uh, to the beginning of Jeopardy. So, yeah, you'll like Alex it. Trebek. Uh, the two most racially diverse con- uh, counties... In the United States are both in Alaska. Both of them are areas where oil has brought a whole bunch of people, leading to large populations of multiple different races. So the two most racially diverse counties in the United States are both in Alaska. I wonder if one of them is Juneau. I don't know. Maybe. There was a point in my life when I had quit CMU before I went. I went back five years later. But I had quit, um, or I failed out, I should say, my first semester. And there was a point where... That was back when you would look at the newspaper for jobs, and there yeah. were fishing jobs on fishing boats in Alaska. And I actually thought no for one way. second about going and doing it. Yeah, <laughs> did you really? I did. How funny uh-huh. is that? You, I mean, let's look at our personalities. You were going to go work on a fishing boat in Alaska. I uh-huh. tried to get a job as a character at Disney World. Uh, <laughs> both times when we quit college, how weird or gap but college. When you yeah. think about it. It's very telling about both our personalities. It really is. It really is. That's really Uh, funny. I love it. So the prime minister of Sweden, sadly, was assassinated back in 1986, so 34 years ago. But the case of his assassination was not closed until last month. And that's when finally the prosecutors settled on a suspect. They finally agreed, yep, this is the guy who did it. But the dude had died back in 2000. So wow. he never had any repercussions oh, for wow. assassinating the prime minister. For assassinating a prime minister, that's crazy. Right. That's a long Okay, so wait, when did that What were the dates on that again? 86 he was assassinated and the case was closed last month. So 2020, so 34 years later. Uh or yeah, but he had died back in 2000. That is a the guy long long time. Like that is a slow slow government in my opinion in my opinion hello you know sometimes it takes a while to do the things with the things it does okay can mm-hmm. you make the good to bork bork the good points and appreciate the bork bork okay, thanks for bye. calling Okay, weird bye. Swedish person whoever you no are no problem I'm not okay. weird it's just a special bork bork okay bye <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the YMCA. Uh, the YMCA initially threatened to sue the village people over the song YMCA. But <laughs> really? they dropped the suit when they found that their membership had gone way up thanks to the song. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, come on. That song was huge back in the it day. It still is. It's pl- I know. It's played at every wedding in the world. Wow, that is the longest. I was like, is your CD player skipping? <laughs> Still going. Still going. That's the point. I guess we shouldn't play it. Sorry. Uh, let's see. More fish. This is this is the one I thought would be your favorite. Okay. More than 18,400 people. Okay. So more than 18,400 people have been relocated within the U.S. Federal Witness Protection Program. Oh, wow. And... Not a single one of them has ever been tracked down by the criminals that they were hiding from. No way. That's, not I think one, that's padded. Not on. one of them. 
They've never been found really? by the people they were hiding from. Yep. Man. Gosh, Where can you imagine at? having to go into witness protection? I just think it would be it, awful. Terrible? I mean, yes. talk about a reset. Yeah, I think it would be awful too, but how do they do that? And where do they put them where no one ever finds them? Like, is it a different the country? The most racially it... diverse county in Alaska. They're all in That's Alaska. That's where they all go. Yep. Yes. That's why it got so diverse. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, it's me again, Bork Bork. I just want you to know most of them are here, Bork Bork. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Safe and oh, Sweden. 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 Yeah. Safe and Sweden. Hashtag safe and Sweden. And finally today, well, not finally, but finally for this part of it, you could fit 63 Earths inside of Uranus. Excuse me? I know. Yeah. I do that what on the mean, regular. I know. <laughs> Steve. Steve's known for that. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know that I, fact. I, yeah, I, I constantly can. work out those, <laughs> that math problem. <laughs> you can actually, okay. Uranus is that big where you can uh-huh. fit, and I'm not going to run with it. 63 Earths. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm actually it's a gas fascinated. Giant. Yes, wow. 63 Earths. Let's just move mm-hmm. on. Uranus um, is a gas giant. 103 oh. years ago today, in, in the year was 1917. The British royal family's last name was changed. Now, Fish, do you know what it's now? It's Windsor. We all know yeah. that, right? Oh my god! Do you know god, what it used to be? It wasn't Tudor. Uh... Oh crap! I know this. Was it Tudor? It's three no. words with a hyphenated, with a hy- uh, hyphen between the first two. No, right? I don't know. I could, I, I could really sit here and try and process it. And when you say it, I'll know my mother was from England. She moved here. When I don't she know was that you will, even though that she was from England. I, I've never heard this name. So okay. the British Royals family's name is now Windsor, but they it, they changed it in 1917. That was 103 years ago. It used to be Saxe Coburg Gotha. Nope. Gotha. Never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of that. I knew really? of Saxe, that the that family name. But yeah. other, Did you other know two are, are new to me. Yeah. Isn't that just weird how family. you just, oh, we're just going to change our name. I mean, your name is your name. Yeah. Like, to that's kind of your history. It's not like they're changing their first name because they hated their first name. I know that we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Like, people like with names that they may regret. But uh, it's not like they're changing their first name, Con. They're changing their, so it's now Windsor. It's, maybe it's because it's easier to remember. Why, I wonder why maybe. they would change that. Saxe, Cobra, huh. Gotha. Um, Disneyland in Anaheim, California has been open for 65 years today. Wow. What? I didn't realize it was built or it opened uh, in 1955. He was brilliant. I I think I would have guessed like late 70s, maybe 80s. I don't know. But yeah. If you've never seen Saving Mr. Banks and you're looking for something to watch, family movie, uh, something to it's safe. Uh, something to watch this weekend it's tom hanks playing walt disney he Mm -hmm. i mean he's such a great actor anyway he does such a wonderful job of playing walt disney and the creativeness of him it's about uh uh, what's that a spoonful of sugar uh, movie whatever that is it's about the making of that movie oh uh makes the medicine go down down. medicine yeah with the singing and the it had dick van dyke in it mary poppins mary poppins mary poppins yeah it's about the woman that wrote mary poppins and how walt disney actually got her to do he had tried for years and years to get her to make a movie and she didn't want to she didn't want to be a disney her movie was more important than her book was more important than a disney movie yeah you know he's goofy what you want singing singing penguins no i wrote a book and for flying a, through the different... air with an umbrella mm-hmm. yeah no no mm-hmm. and it's one of the so, what, most iconic films of all time right is it yeah, is I it mean, really kind of i, I, I don't know 
I don't know. I, I don't I, think I've ever I, I seen don't... it. Really? No. Wow. I haven't seen a lot of things. I think my parents, because my siblings were so much older than me, I think that they saw all those movies, and then my parents were like, we ain't going again. And so I never saw any of those movies. Mary Poppins was like the 60s version of Bad Moms. It's a, if you want to look at a good comparison. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll I'll just believe you. Yeah. Uh, yeah 53 years ago today, the year was 1967. Jimi Hendrix dropped out as the opening act for the Monkees. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, well, how crazy for the Monkees. Um, Jimi Hendrix was like, "I'm done, man," because their the Monkees fans failed to appreciate Jimi Hendrix's musical genius. He's brilliant, or was brilliant. <laughs> he so. made it through seven of their tour dates before he had had enough, and he bailed. Well, yeah, I mean, talk about two acts that uh, should not be together. I think it's know? hilarious that they're together. I never that's knew, like watching, I didn't realize they toured. That's like watching, uh, you know, uh, Metallica open up for Garth Brooks. It makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. Oh, see, all. I think that would be a great show. I, I think, think that so, would be too, but it'd be show. weird. It'd be yeah. really weird. And 36 years ago today, 84 was the year uh, Ronald Reagan signed the National Minimum Drinking Age Bill, and that well, raised the legal drinking age to 21. Ah, uh, drinking age mm-hmm. of 21. Back in the mm-hmm. day when it was 18, you can fight for the country. You should be able to have a beer, mm-hmm. is what I believe. I, actually I believe, believe when that. my brother turned 18, it was 18. And then when he turned like 19 or 20, something like that, Um. It turned to 21, but I think he got grandfathered in. I was going to say, I wondered if they got grandfathered in because that would be really weird that you could go to a bar at 18. I want to say they didn't. I don't know. How annoying would that be? I don't know. You're 19 years old and the year before you were drinking at a bar and then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute. What? No. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of a lot of young Detroiters would just go over to Canada. That's what I did. That's what That's I did, what too. I did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, you went over for a Warhammer convention. <laughs> so uh, yours was I mean, different. I still drank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure you did. Milk. A Warhammer convention. Uh, Steve's like, Milk why are you guys cookies. laughing? That's not funny. I actually did do that. Hey, guys. It's actually uh, real popular in Canada. <laughs> Usually got to be 21 or older to get into a Warhammer convention. Now you are learned, and we're going to do Toast Trending next. Uh, Steve's going to tell us what movies we should watch this weekend. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, There are still no new movies in theaters, but there are a couple of new releases straight to streaming that you can check out this weekend. Let's kick it off with Kevin Bacon's new horror film, You Should Have Left. Daddy, because you're old, you'll die before mommy, right? Hey. Not that old. Yeah, that's right. Their daughter just called out their 30-year gap in their marriage. Oof. That's okay. That's not the scariest part of this movie. This room is five feet longer on the inside than it is on the outside. How does that work? It doesn't. Yup, that's right. Math equations that don't quite add up. Scary. You Should Have Left isn't getting great reviews from critics. Rotten Tomatoes scores at a 41%, but Metacritic gives it a little better score of a 46 out of 100. Another relatively new release you can stream in your home this weekend is Greyhound, an Apple TV exclusive that came out last week starring Tom Hanks. Air escort to Greyhound. You will now be out of range of air cover for the next five days. How many crossings does this make? This 
my first. Greyhound is the story of a destroyer commander in World War II who's crossing the Atlantic and facing up against some Nazi U-boats. This World War II movie isn't quite as epic as Tom Hanks saving Private Ryan, but it's no slouch either. Here they come. What are we gonna do? We'll rain hell down from on high. That's right, Tom. You rain down on them from on high or whatever you just said. Rotten Tomatoes scores Greyhound a whopping 80% certified fresh, so they seem to like that. But Metacritic only gave it a 63 out of 100. Like I said earlier, you can stream this only on Apple TV. It's 20 bucks right now. And that's what's not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. That's Steve. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. <sighs> so much. So much, so much to talk about. I, I promised Alex Trebek. Definitely going to talk about that in a second. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at all my fun stuff here, Connie. But yeah. I feel, I feel like in my innards that it's time for me to go back to my favorite sub news network within... Our own network. Are you ready for Mm -hmm. KNN, the Karen News Network? This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. Man, they are just (laughs) everywhere. Uh, The Karens are everywhere. Okay. So, uh, the one, just two Karens for you today, really, that I want to talk about. One is uh, uh, Florida Walmart, a woman. Uh, asked another woman to leave. Uh, I'm sorry, a Florida Walmart asked a woman to leave for refusing to wear a mask. She okay. accused the uh, employees of being cult members and said that they were crazy. And eventually, obviously, she had to. This leave. is going to be an everyday thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's like the same story over and over and over. Yep. It's just a different city. Oftentimes, it's the same stores. So it's going to be that it's the same thing. It's going to get real bad next week, too, because uh, I think like four or five major retailers are all going mask uh, required on Monday of next week, regardless of where you are in the country. So there's going to be tons of this happening. That list is way longer than four now. That list is like 20 deep now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting what happens in the next month. And there will be a lot of Karens out there. And again, uh. We know that there are some good Karens, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Karen has become the phrase. There are people with the name Karen that are good people. Of course. But uh, TikToker Aurora was filming a video in a bikini at a lake in upstate New York when a Karen approached about what she's wearing while she films the video. Now, uh, she's referring to the woman's rear end or butt when there's a beep. Okay, here you go. Okay. Are you right. over there? Yeah. Those are my boys. They're okay. staring at your which is hanging out in the middle of a public place. Do you need a pair of shorts? Because I have an extra pair. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, get your covered. That's what I mean. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So she's making a video. And wow. like, um, she's like, uh, yeah, do you need an a- I just love those, uh, the New York uh, accent. I know. Need- <laughs> Honey, do you need do you a need pair of shorts? Pair? <laughs> I have an extra pair of shorts for you. I have, uh, now I'm going to trend as a Karen. But I have an extra pair of shorts for you. So if you okay. need one, there let's you go. be honest. Do you know any person? And I'm guessing this is a, a woman thing. Do you know any woman, let's say, who you think would go up to somebody and tell them their bathing suit is too risque and those are her kids and they're checking out her butt and you need, do you need some shorts? Cause I'll give you a pair of shorts. I have an extra pair. Do you no, know anybody who would have the cojones enough to do that? No, absolutely not. I, do I not. can't imagine doing that. No, I can't either. I, I would never. I would never do that. I might say, 
like I wouldn't say, but I I know people that would say it to the group that they're with, like, "Send somebody get that girl some shorts, geez." Maybe, but, but to actually it. walk up and say it, Steve, do you know anybody who would? Mm, I'd do it for twenty bucks. Okay, yeah, but I Steven. mean, you would do it for twenty bucks. But do you know anybody? Not for twenty bucks. I'm serious. Mm, do you know anybody no. who would walk up to somebody? Like, is that is that something you no, think Britt would do? Like that? No, no, no. I, I, I don't either. People, I think people that, that you know that this is another story about a Karen, if you will. I think people now are just like it's trending to be a boosh. You know, oh, oh yeah. well, I can say what oh, I yeah. want to say now. And that, by the way, was the last story for the Karen this News Network. Is I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. All right. So that's our sub <laughs> network within our network. I am calling the police. <laughs> uh, on a lighter note, on a cool note, uh, let's talk about Alex Trebek real quick. Just real quick. Okay. He is a, he is a goatee, by the way. Looking really good. Good for him. Good for Posted him. Posted another video update. He said that his cancer treatments are paying off. Uh, they took a lot out of him. And, uh, well, here he is. For the first time ever, we are going to open the Jeopardy vaults and take another look at some of our favorite episodes, including the very first Jeopardy show I ever hosted, Mustache and All. <laughs> I'd also like to take this opportunity to give you a quick health update. I'm doing well. I've been continuing my treatment. And... It is paying off, though it does fatigue me a great deal. Yeah, he's a great guy. Alex Aww. Trebek, good to go. You know he what cracks me up okay. about Alex Trebek is he talks that way no matter what he's doing. Yeah, he I know. really does. He yeah. talks it's like he's like always hosting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you imagine him ordering a pizza? No. You're working at a pizza place? I'd like a pizza. We would like it to have pepperoni, uh. mushroom. And sausage. Yeah. No, awesome. he, he would call up and he'd be, he'd be like, This dinner delight has dough, <laughs> cheese, pepperoni, and what is a pizza, Mr. Trebek? That is yeah. correct. That's right. You're going to deliver it. No to my mushrooms. House. Yeah. Okay. It's just so funny. It'd be amazing. Okay. So Are we ready for month. names? Yeah. Uh, and speaking of names, Connie, we're talking about names that you might regret. I got a little treat for you. Do you know the movie Ted? Have you ever seen the movie Ted? I have seen Ted. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, I met a girl. She's a cashier. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should double date or something. You, me, and Laurie. And uh, what's her name? White trash name. Guess. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. All right. Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, okay, Savannah, seriously? Casey. No. Was it any one of those names with Wait, the Lynn on, after that? it? Yes. I got you. Okay. Brandy Lynn, Hevelyn, Tammy Lynn. Yeah, okay, there you go. Sorry, I just think that's so funny. Seriously? I love I the movie. I played that for Brittany, like, uh, I want to say a month ago, because Brittany's mom's name is on that list. <laughs> it's the one of the Lynn ones. <laughs> and we oh, all know awesome. how you feel about her. Yeah, we all have uh, to go yeah. at her expense. <laughs> okay, so it turns out that if you don't love your name, the odds are that your parents don't love it either. There was a survey done that said 73% of parents say that they thought of a better name for their kid after it was too late, and they already named them. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. I should have had that ready. Okay. So six reasons. They're, these are the top six reasons why parents regret the name that they picked. Uh, one is the name didn't fit their kid's personality as they got older. And how are you going to yeah. know that? Yeah. You're when they're nice. a baby. You're not going to know that. Um, their significant other picked the name. Uh, these are the reasons why people regret names. A friend picked the same name for their kid. 
They didn't give the name enough thought. The kid gets teased for the name in school. Steve talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And a celebrity picked the name for their child. So now, you know, if you name your kid Apple, oh, what's her face also has a kid named Apple. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people were doing that too for a while. And I've always thought that was really weird. Like, you want to be a adult named Apple? No. Hey, Apple, you no, want to get I a beer not. after work? No, I no, don't. I do yeah, not. I don't either. I don't mm-hmm. want that either. Yeah, so you want to change your name. So Steve uh, and Brittany are having a baby in a month. And yes. they've been talking a lot about names and stuff. And Steve's last name is Bonner, but it's not spelled B-O-N-N-E-R. So it looks like it's pronounced Boner. Yeah. And and that's what kids, because you got teased your whole life about that, right? Yeah, and it wasn't even like, <clears throat> it wasn't even necessarily the kids that figured it out either. It's just from uh, teachers mispronouncing right. my name. So like the right. classroom, they'd be like, all right, uh, Stephen Boner. And then everyone, oh my gosh, did she just say Stephen Boner? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now wait. Which can be t- funny now, but when you're a kid, not funny. Yeah. Who right, got teased yeah. more, you or your brother Harold? I, uh, who was the one that really got it the most? Hilarious. Yeah, or Richard, or yeah, I got a bunch of them. So when you guys have been going through and trying to pick out names, you practice them and try to think of every single way that a name could be said in a derogatory way with your last name, don't you? This is correct. And that's why we switched because uh, we were going to name our baby um, that we're going to have here in a month uh, Delaney. But then we just switched it recently to uh, why? So her name is going to be now. Can I even say this? Because I told you, you guys shouldn't. off the air. Don't. Okay, so you did. You did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. You want to say it? I yeah. mean, I can say that word. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we figured that uh, if she would get teased later on, like I said before, my last name is can be mispronounced as as Boner, and that kids would tease her and call her instead of Delaney, Big Vaney. So that's <laughs> we why we you could chose... say that part. We oh, didn't mean you could say that what? part. We I thought, thought you were yeah, talking about fine. saying your baby. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> so I don't think kids are advanced enough to say that. No, we well, well, were thinking that's like a mean high school thing. Maybe that would happen. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never ever would have thought of that. For the record, I thought you I... were going to tell us the new name that you you. Did. Oh yeah, well yeah, the, no, the, the new name <laughs> is going to be Isabel <laughs> Marie. Is her new yeah. name Isabel yeah. Marie Bonner? Yeah. It's really funny. Not Delaney uh, Big Baney. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny because, like, uh, they, oh, I, yes. I completely thought he was going to tell us the name as well, Cody. I'm like, what is <laughs> That's why doing? I'm like, really? You guys are going to let me say it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, Steve, I never once thought, I always think of weird angles and things, and I never once took the name Delaney and turned it into that. I, ever, <laughs> I never did that. No. Ever. But yeah. people get clever. People get clever. I don't blame you for being proactive. You know, yeah. and trying yeah. to name her something that, you know, I don't know. like I think I think you're I've always thought and correct me if you guys think I'm wrong here, because I know you will. We will. But I've, I, on a serious note, I've always thought uh, I've heard stories years ago about how you kind of become your name. And like, you know, if you're uh, I don't know, uh, birth is a bad example. But if your name is like Buck. You become a, like you're a hunter and a gatherer or something like yeah like you become your name yeah the, the dude you're a dude yeah the dude you're mm, a dude yeah you know like yeah. I've always thought Dan Connie's husband Dan I always thought Dan was kind of a dude name Dan yeah Dan sounds yeah. like dude and Dan's a dude he's a Dan so but think about Dan's that we've worked with in the past and they haven't been like that oh yeah that's a, no, a really but good have point. they been Daniels were they Daniels probably. 
Because yeah. Dan is not a Daniel. He's just a straight up Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan's a Dan. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Dan's nickname was like even like was a dude nickname. Well, you know, what does it, it say about me? So my mom's youngest brother, his name, they called him Connie. Uh, but his name was Conrad. And he died in the Air Force. He died in a plane crash. Um, geez. How many years ago? 60 years ago now, probably. Uh, so that's why they named me Connie, because they called him Connie. He would have been my yeah. uncle Connie. And now I never knew him. Um, but what does that say that I'm named after a Conrad? Did I turn I into that, Conrad? I, I think that you I mean, are. You seem like a Connie to me. Like a Connie is a good, solid person. And I mean, I wonder if you were to look up online the name Connie. Because I every time fit. I see a Connie in a movie, she's annoying. Oh, really? Oh, Maybe yeah. a, see, she's I, a total never... Karen. She's a total oh, Karen. That's Ugh. not cool. I know. Uh, well, and, and I, let's be honest with you, too. Like, thank God that you grew up with that name compared to your, because you're adopted, your birth certificate name. <laughs> Hi there, everyone. My name is Marty. <laughs> oh, how are you doing? Well, I hope uh, you're having a really good day. Like, you don't seem like a Marty to me, you know? <laughs> you, you just don't. But I guess maybe you I was maybe adopted when I was, well, I was born on August 11th, and I was adopted on September 23rd. So what is that, six weeks? Yeah. Not even? Something like that. Yeah, uh, so I was adopted like when I, so, well, it's funny because, so I was adopted when I was six weeks old. So I was born, and um, and the my birth mother put the name Marty, but it wasn't M-A-R-T-Y. It was spelled like Marty Graw, M-A-R-D-I. Yeah. So that was my name for, for like a minute. And then when I got to the foster parents, they called me Beth because they thought I looked like Queen Elizabeth because I had very white skin and dark, dark jet black hair. So they yeah. thought that I looked like Queen Elizabeth. So they called me Beth for six weeks. And then when my parents adopted me six weeks later on September 23rd, um, they named me Connie, but they kept Beth as my middle name because they thought that was really neat. So my name is Connie Beth. Yeah, <laughs> I love that story way better than my story, which was the doctor named me, and we'll leave it at that. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's I don't even know what that means. Not even the I don't same even know. story. <laughs> yeah, I just did. Yeah, probably just want to move oh, on from there. Yeah. Righty then. Hmm. Yeah, it's just my story. I, I think he liked to fish. <laughs> I think he liked to fish. One hour from now, we're going to be doing what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money. Yeah, and you can be honest. Yeah. We're 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 grownups. We can handle it. Yeah, and you're going to be anonymous, but we're not right now, obviously, because we're kind of trying to give you examples. Steve ran across water for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran through an old market in Omaha, Nebraska for money for a charity, or not a charity, for our own studio chair. And uh, <laughs> again, Connie wore a mushroom hat while dressed in uh, like a nurse, but not. So there you right. go. She didn't have the right. tights, but she had the dress. There you go. <laughs> I want to see photos so bad of that. I really do. Oh, uh, I do oh, have God. one someplace, but I'm I'm not going to go searching for it. Please. Okay, so what's the most no? What's the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money? That's the uh, text question of the day. Coming up, we've got a rando texto. It's about a um. I, this is what I wrote down: psycho puppy lady. <laughs> psycho puppy lady is yeah. great. Psycho yeah. puppy lady. We're um, definitely going to talk about that. We get a lot of emails from people asking us to ask you the click of six. You remember the click of six if you listen to the show, because God knows we only have six people who listen. Um, but she wants some relationship advice. And 
I think this is interesting. And I, I'm really interested to see what people have to say about this. Um, she, she said, we, we've been dating for four months. He has three kids, 19, 15, and nine. She said, I completely understand the time that he spends with them. And even the impromptu stuff. She goes on, but when it's the weekend without his kids, and every time stuff with friends or other family members comes up, how long do I just deal with it? She said, I'm not included yet with his family or friend functions, even though three months in, we vacationed for a week with my sister. She said, we had a big discussion last night, and I told him that I wasn't going to be his last stop, which is what I feel like I've been. All I do is get the leftover time, which usually results in Sundays late afternoon, um, and he has to go to bed at 8 o'clock because he work, gets up and goes to work at 2.30 in the morning. She said, it's a pivotal point in our relationship, and I'm looking for advice from the click of six. All right, so you can weigh in, uh, like mm. Connie says, all the ways. You can text, you can call, you can send email, email at ConnieFish.com, or you can message via the app, which is a free download. Connie, when I, when you, th- the immediately, until you said the one week of vacation with the sister, yeah. immediately I thought that she was his SSP, which is secret side piece. So like immediately because she's not included with family stuff. Yeah. She's not doing anything like he's choosing like to hang with the friends instead. Like at first I thought, oh, nobody really knows about her. It's his own little, you know, fun visit. Right. Mm. That's what my first thought was. But as you go through it, I mean, the dude's a busy guy. He's got what did you say? 19, 15 year old and a nine year old. Right. And the 19 year old, let's, you know, 19 year old can handle it. But 15 and a nine year old. I Busy guess dude. I kind of understand that. I, I I don't know. I've never been with somebody who had kids. Um, so I have no idea what that would be like. And it, when you're four months into that relationship, is it like, okay, well, I should be hanging out with your family now and I should be meeting your family now and and I shouldn't be last on the list anymore. You know you what know, I mean? I have a, I have a buddy that, who's got, he's got two kids, Connie, and yeah. one of them is... Uh, primary custody with himself he's got it he's single one of them is uh primary custody and the other one is like he's got like 70 30 he's a great dude great dad and he's all about his kids and he has the heart he has been dumped so many times by people because they said i respect what you're doing but you're too much about your kids you need to be about me a little bit you know and they're like and they say i'm sorry but i just can't i i never see you your kids always come first well that's kind of the price you pay, right? I mean, I don't know how many people could be in a relationship where you never seemed like you were a priority. Yeah, I wouldn't. And I get it. Look. Your kids do have to come first, but you better better make me feel like I'm a priority when we're not, when you're not with your kids. You better I, I make up the- for it so much that it doesn't bother me. Is my opinion, I think. I think that Connie, when you look at this again, we're talking about a sister with a brain who's dating this guy and he's, you know, four months, they're four months in. He's got three kids. They're 19, 15 and nine. And she said, I totally understand the time he spends with them. Even the impromptu stuff with other members of the family and whatnot. She said, but I'm not included with his family yet. So she's always last on the list. And it ends up being like, okay. And they even went three months in. So a month ago they went and they vacationed for a week with her sister. And that, and, and that I know because she and I are friends on Facebook. Um, that was in that was a long drive. <laughs> they drove yeah. to Texas. They drove oh, a long wow. way. So that it's was a lot, you know, so they went on vacation with her sister and she said they talked about it last night. And she's like, you know, the, the only time she really sees him is 
Sunday afternoons and then he goes to bed at eight o'clock. So he, she's, she's like last, last, last in the priority list. We're already getting messages via the app and text that we can okay. do here in just a sec. I do want to point something out. Four months into a relate, because I'm assuming she's she's listening, or I know she listens to podcasts as well. I'm sure, yeah, which she's is listening. Connie and Fish. Uh, look, if you're four months into a relationship, you should be four months in means you're you know you've gotten to that point probably where you're really into each other and you're exclusive. You should mm-hmm. be third on the list. Kids first, job second, you third. Because you're four months in. You're not four years in where you should be above the job, maybe, right? You're four months in. So somebody texted in, Con, and said, dump him. If he wanted to be with you, he would be with you. He's not making time for you because he's too busy. Not because he's too busy, but because he doesn't care to make time with you. Uh, another person mm-hmm. said, sister with a brain said, at his age, how and how long you've been dating, dump his bum. Mm-hmm. He, he clearly doesn't have you as a priority. He's not good as a partner. Where on the flip, a brother in pain texted in con and said, you need to give up more balloon animals. He'll put you on top of his agenda. Hashtag hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger's right. Couldn't okay, so done. she says they're at a pivotal point in their relationship, and she's at the point where she's like, okay, I either want to be a priority or I'm out. And yeah. they're four months into it, but he does have a 19-year-old, which that I think is negated. Um, Because they're old enough, but a 15 and a nine year old. So she's like, everything comes basically first before me and I get Sunday afternoons basically with them. So weigh in, you can call, text, uh, shoot me an email, email at Connieandfish.com and we'll get back to it next. Okay, we've got a rando texto coming up in a little bit. But right now we are still talking about this email that we got from a woman who's four months in in a new relationship, three months in. They went away for a week and went and visited her sister and uh, just the two of them. They went together. Had a great time. Things were great. And she said now she's like, you know, I'm last on his list. I'm never a priority. She goes, he does have three kids. They're 19, 15 and nine. And she said, I completely understand the time he spends with him. But every other person in his life comes first before her. And she feels like it's a pivotal time in the relationship and something's got to give or she's probably going to be out. Right. You know, I, it's really interesting, Connie, as we've been doing this, we've been a lot of, a lot of members of the click of six have been texting with some really great points. Uh, one of them. And then when we're ready for it, uh, is brilliant. It's, it okay. almost makes her sound cocky. Okay. Well, let's talk to Courtney first. Courtney, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're so good. Thanks for calling. So what did you want to say? So I've been with my boyfriend. It'll be five years this year in November. Um, but I had to wait three months before I could even meet his kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're now 16, 14 and nine. So five years ago, um, um, and it was a struggle. I mean, I felt the same exact way. I was on the back burner. He would always come over later at night after, you know, but towards kids' bedtime. But now we started living together after two years. And mm-hmm. it really does come full circle because now I just want to punch him in the face every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. Courtney, I've got, I got two Courtney's questions. Got some aggression. <laughs> got two questions for you, real quick. Okay. okay. First and uh, first and foremost, hey, uh, what are you wearing? <laughs> uh, construction outfit. I'm in jeans yeah. and a hoodie and my boots. Yeah, yeah. you are. Look at sexy. sexy. 
Okay, and uh, second question is, would you agree with uh, my brother in pain that texted in earlier when we were talking about this and say the balloon animals will really help speed things up in this process? Balloon animals always help, even after five years. Okay, yeah. well, let me, I have a few answers for you guys. So hold on a second before you go on. Um as far as balloon animals are concerned, <laughs> that after that got discussed on the show, we went to a commercial break and I got an immediate email that said balloon from her that said balloon animals are not a problem. I want them more than he does. Oh, and then Ooh. somebody else. I know that's interesting, right? And then somebody Courtney. else, Courtney, um, we had been talking about meeting the kids and you said you didn't meet him for three months. She's been four months now. Yeah. And, and so I had shot her an email back and said, hey, have you has he introduced you to the kids? And she said she responded again and said he has not introduced me to his kids. She said, I'm OK with that. He wants to be sure uh, his kids don't get attached to me. So hamburger. I guess she's that. OK with that yep. four months in. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the same reason I had to wait three months is because he didn't want to introduce his kids to somebody that was just going to leave. And right. it's not your right. it's not your place at all or the person that emails uh, emailing in's place at all to try and push that. That's up to the parents and uh, on both sides, in my opinion. Absolutely. At least. That being said, why, Absolutely. Courtney, did you say when she said she wants it more than he does? Why did you go like this? You went, hmm, like, hmm, um, I don't know. Because that is sometimes that comes up in our relationship, too. <laughs> uh, for the same reason yeah. Courtney for the re same reason you more than him you want more yes absolutely yeah. when you get yeah, it because that's another myth people <laughs> that is another myth <laughs> Courtney, All right, Courtney. Uh, yes. you can tell she, Courtney obviously has been around the block she likes to party you know Shut what I'm saying up, fish. Yeah. Courtney <laughs> love your face thanks for calling in thanks, <laughs> okay so we got another email from somebody okay so again uh, we got an email. They've been dating for four months, and she hasn't met his kids. Uh, she feels like she's his last priority. His kids, by the way, are 19, 15, and 9. The, she only really sees them. She said it only ends up being, like, Sunday afternoons, and he goes to bed at 8 o'clock because he has to be a 10-year-old, like those of us who get up super early in the morning. And uh, so we got another email, and she said, kids are a difficult thing. Four months is time to be included in with his friends and family members without the younger two kids. She said, I've been dating my boyfriend for nine months. He is a 23, 21, 12, and an eight-year-old. Uh, we would have waited longer for me to meet his younger two kids, but extenuating circumstances happened. His mom passed away. And she said, I had to meet his girls early since I would see them at the funeral. He still has much of his time alone with his girls since it's midweek. It works for us. And I don't feel like, I don't feel like last option. And then her last sentence I thought was interesting. She said, if she can't handle it, she needs to not date guys with kids. Kids will always come first. He should yeah. be introducing her to the 19-year-old by now if he was serious about her. She sounds like an afterthought. Whoa. Wow. I mean, there is some interesting right? points here, too. And I've got a whammy for you here in just a sec. Uh, but I, okay. I want to, I'm, I'm hoping this person heard you correctly because I think they did. Somebody texted in, though. Here's a couple other, though. Uh, I think he's not making you a priority, uh, making you that much of a priority because he most likely doesn't think Way likely won't further in unless you communicate with them. Oh, you got to tell them you want to be a priority. They talked last uh, night about it. They had this yeah. talk last night. Sounds like it's not his kids. Somebody else said it's the kids free time she wants. And honestly, in my opinion, she needs to leave. It's not fair to her that he's uh, good enough for her family, but not his. That's just not fair. Wait, That's say that again. Say that again, Fish. They're saying uh, somebody is saying essentially a member of the click of six said 
uh, again, she's good enough, you know, he's good enough for her family, but she's not good enough for his. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. She needs to leave. Right. Somebody else says, uh, oh, wait, hold on. Let me go to this one. That one swore. Okay. I can understand that it's all about the kids, but he has to make time for her or he will be alone. There's no excuse when uh, he doesn't have the kids on a weekend and he chooses to spend time with friends instead of her, which is interesting because somebody else messaged in and said, why is she, after only four months, why is she even thinking she should be more important than his friends? He should get time, you know, like, because I'm more important, but why, why not be included with the friends after four months? That is weird to me. The kid thing, I totally get. Mm-hmm. The friend thing and the other family member thing, unless there's some weird thing going on behind the scenes, like maybe let's say his parents or his siblings loved his ex. I mean, but then again, he should be telling her that. But after four months, why can she not hang out with his friends and family other than That's the children? That's a great point. You're right. Why can she not hang out with them? I think it's sketchy and weird. Well, yeah, here the get, get this And if he one. liked it, if he liked getting some more, I would think maybe it was that. And that's the only reason why he sees her once a week. But he doesn't even really love that, it seems like. Connie, check this out. This is really interesting. You remember at the beginning of this whole segment that we, when we were talking about, again, uh, can you give me the 20-second version of this whole thing real quick? They've been dating for four months. At three months, they went on vacation together across country. Just the two of them drove, spent a week together, and they went and visited her sister. By all accounts on Facebook, um, because... She and I are friends on Facebook. By all accounts, they had a very good time. And he's got three kids, 19, 15, and 9. He's, he, the weekends that he's not with her, his kids, he doesn't really make time to be with her. She said it usually ends up being like Sunday evening, and he goes to bed at 8 because he gets up really early Monday morning for work. So it, she feels like they're at a pivotal point in the relationship. Like, you know, it's either time to meet the family, not necessarily the kids, but the family, and include me in some stuff because she's included him with her family. Or it's or it's time to go because it's it's getting to the point where it's weird. It's four months, in her opinion. So here's what's interesting. At the beginning of this whole thing, I said, man, if she didn't meet him, if he didn't go away with her for a week, I would say she's a side piece, right? I mean, yeah. and, you know, and a lot of people have said she should be third on the list, you know, because it's four months in. Kids right. work than her. Well, so uh, we got a couple different texts from people. This this one specifically, I like the best, and yeah. it says. She is totally a side piece. He met her family probably when he said he was on a, quote, business trip. You know, told all of his friends, hey, I'm on a business trip or tell everybody's on. She's a side piece is what and a couple different people have said that. Really? Uh, He doesn't want it because he's getting it somewhere else. Side piece for sure. Uh, Because he doesn't have the same appetite as her. I don't think that I, you know, let's not Hmm. bust the guy's chops yet. We don't know his side of the story, right? I mean, maybe he got burnt in the past. Maybe he's exhausted. Maybe there's But see, that's where life. communication comes in because lots yeah. of things are way more forgivable and way easily to be worked through if we know what's happening. And by we, I don't mean women. I just mean the other person in the relationship. If yeah. you know the reason why people come, because the older we get, the more stuff we have. And I mean baggage. So if the older you are as you're trying to date, there's going to be things that come up because you've been through a lot in your life, you know, especially yeah. if you're divorced and you have kids. Um, but the, the problem is nobody communicates. People don't communicate in this situation. You know, it feels to me like she's it's like pulling teeth, trying to get him to talk to her about stuff. And sometimes that's just like, ugh, it's exhausting. You'd rather yeah. leave than try and, you know, drag information out of somebody. Now, tell me what's going on. It's been four months. Why am I not meeting everybody? I want to know. 
Give me an Sometimes answer. you gotta take away the kid's cookie to make him get his appetite back. I don't even know what that means, but maybe you. Uh, break I mean, up that's with him for probably the bit. best analogy you've ever made in your whole life, though. You think yeah. so? Because it's I about mean, a cookie, and I love cookies. Good. I, yeah. I kind of <laughs> probably want. I kind of want a cookie right now. All right, we gotta bring in our text now. Text now. <laughs> we do have the text question of the day coming up about thirty minutes. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money? <laughs> a lot of These people are, are saying they've eaten weird things. Yeah, like really, <laughs> it's gonna be a weird. Weird text question of the day when we do it. I ran uh, through the old market in Omaha and Connie's uh, sleepy shorts for money. That was dumb. It was like five <laughs> degrees. It was so cold. Uh, and Connie wore a mushroom hat and a white outfit and oh, served Lord. meat to people. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I did. That wasn't even a jab. It was just a thing no. she did. <laughs> yeah, pre-internet, man. You would have been loaded. You could have made a lot of money doing that. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> okay, so we have made an executive decision around here. We bumped the rando text so that we were going to do uh, because we were talking about a situation where a woman had emailed, and four months into a relationship, she's like, it's pivotal. I haven't met his friends or family. Uh, he does have kids, 19, 15, and 9. And um, they had a discussion about it last night, and apparently nothing was resolved because we got an email. <laughs> when when yeah. I got into work this morning, we had an email. So apparently nothing was resolved, and she's like, you know, I mean, I'm I'm his last priority. <sighs> I see him, end up seeing him Sunday afternoons, and that ends up being about it. So it was funny because uh, after we were done talking about it, we got an email that said, I just wanted to weigh in. I had read a long time ago that if a man hasn't included you in family functions after a month of dating, he he doesn't have long-term plans with you. Bye, Felicia. No, 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 no. Let me read that to you again. Uh, So after we were done talking about this, she said, uh, we got an email from a woman who said, I just wanted to weigh in. I read a long time ago that if a man hasn't included you in family functions after one month of dating, he does not have long-term plans for you. All Bye, right. Felicia. Mm. Straight up, right out of the gate. I need my brothers, and because it's about a man, right? And but Fish got very this. worked up about this, so that's when we made an executive decision. We're going to bump the psycho puppy lady and uh, and tackle this. Okay, so here's the thing. Hey. Uh, <laughs> A month, maybe six months, maybe six months, but a month, including you, again, the guy has to include you, and or the woman, I guess, would include you in family functions after a month. That's crazy. Think about well, the dating people. The email and- actually says, man, if a man hasn't included you, she said she read a long time ago, if a man hasn't included you in his family functions after a month, he doesn't have long-term plans for you. Yeah, so, that's, I think it should be like maybe four or five months. I, I don't think it needs So you month. disagree with that email? Uh, could not disagree more. Could not <laughs> disagree more. I think that is crazy. No, I don't think their emailer is crazy. Now, do you think nuts. it's crazy, though? So let's look at your history. And I'm not talking right. about with women. I'm talking okay. about your history. Like, you and I have moved all over the country doing radio. You didn't have time in one month to introduce anybody to your family. No. I didn't have the time. So, do you to do think that. that's the reason why maybe you feel so strongly about it? Because yours never met family members for a, for a long time. Yeah, I, no, no, because it would have stuck. Even when I had time before our career started together, Connie, you know, twenty five years of um, you know broadcasting. Uh, I almost said broadcasting. If that's what journalism. you want to call what we do. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, seriously, uh, straight up. I, honest to God, 
I would never have included them within a family function within a month. I, 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 I never say never. I just can't think of a logical reason why I would do that at all. There was, there was hmm. no way whatsoever. Yeah, I, at all. Now, I will say this. My mother, who's no longer with us, and, and my dad was good about this too, but my mother was, was the closer. Man, if I really liked a girl and I introduced her to my mother, they liked me even more after the visit. Every time. Right. Yeah, like she was amazing. She right. was. <laughs> when so, you said she was the closer, I just pictured you like calling her up. Mom, I got one at the bar. Come up here and close this for me. Yes. Hamburger. <laughs> Hand- My boy is so sweet. <laughs> no, you laugh at that, but she would have done that. Yeah. Yes, he was a total mommy's boy. She would have. She would have been like, oh, that fish is an incredible, you know, the ladies say he's caught the kisser. <laughs> she would have she would have uh we've already gotten responses from dudes man i'm with fish i think it'd be creepy to see the parents after just a month that's one yeah. dude another dude said i'd say maybe three to four months you're not gonna meet the family in a month that's cra- again somebody what do you said think Steve? crazy i'm same way exactly i it, i think it took me five months for me and Brittany to meet meet each other's parents and even then we were still kind of thinking it that was a little soon like I, I within oh. a year, I think is is a safe time. time within line. a year, okay. Yeah. And we got another email that says, "Now remember, it's been quarantine time." Ah, that's true. Yeah, somebody did ask, "How the heck are they dating during COVID?" Well, they're they're breaking COVID. They, right? I mean, maybe they right. wear their masks when they kiss. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, that's kind of even weird I'm, for me. I'm sure they do. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, by the way, another dude also said, uh, "Connie." Uh, she should leave him and be with someone else's number one priority. And then in parentheses, he wrote, sent with gentle effect. <laughs> so I felt like I just had to read that. <laughs> sent with what? gentle effect. He's trying to be okay. soft about it. So, so the statement now is, I, this is a quote from an email we got. I had read in a book a long time ago, or I had read a long time ago, that if a man hasn't included you in family functions after a month of dating, he does not have long-term plans for you. So, uh, here's so a, here's the question now is, do you agree with that? Disagree with that? What would you, what, what's a, a better time frame for you? Everybody's different even during quarantine time, right? Every, yeah. you think everybody just stopped dating cause it was quarantine time. No, actually, <laughs> have not. it's been in the statistically news. speaking. We just talked about it. I believe yesterday they're calling it turbo relationships. They're saying relationships right. actually are going quicker. Mm-hmm. So if it was three or four months, technically right. it would have been like two now. Right. Right. Uh, one point. dude did message in and say, if he, I agree completely. If he doesn't do it within a month, he's not going to make a commitment to you. Uh, a sister with a brain said, "How long ago did that woman read that? 1955." Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounded like like, like that one uh, housekeeping magazine, like something like out of there. Yeah, <laughs> better homes and gardens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with the crackly, uh, like with the crackly, like. You know, if a man, I'm trying to think how you. long Dan and I went dating. Before I met his family. Now, well, his sister. I had been going through a divorce and he and I were just friends. And so we hung out a lot, but we were not dating. Like we didn't kiss or anything. We were just friends. We spent a lot of time on the phone. Um, we, we hung out a lot, but we weren't dating at that point. But the point which we started dating, man, I don't think I met his family. I think the first time I met them, and I could be wrong, but I think first time I met them was the following summer and that was like in the fall and I think I met him the following summer at a wedding at his cousin's wedding yeah so it's not if I I remember correctly um and I didn't think anything of it I mean he didn't meet my family for a long time because 
I was in Wisconsin at that point, and my family was in Michigan. So yeah. So how are you gonna? Do I mean, that, my one like... brother, he didn't meet him for like seven years. <laughs> like he didn't meet, or maybe not seven years, but he didn't meet him for a long time because everybody's busy. They're all raising kids, and we all have lives, and we all live in different states. We didn't see each other all the time. You know. You know, the sister with a brain said my husband already knew my dad, but I still, uh, I didn't take him to meet my parents for two months. So this woman right. messaged in, and she read this article or this book or whatever that said. If a man, this is the old-timey sound effect. <laughs> if a man doesn't die back in the olden days, it should be one month to meet your family. It doesn't say back in the olden days. It no. says, I had read a long time ago that if a man hasn't included you in family functions after a month of dating, he doesn't have long-term plans for you. That's what If he introduces you to his family within a month of dating, he is a player and he's using his family to get more stuff. That's, in my opinion... Uh, brother in pain said fish is spot on six months is more reasonable if we're talking about especially with kids and stuff because the guy's got kids but right. uh you know six months at least the, the kid factor means more than a month without a doubt but just if you're kidless and you don't have an ex and it's fresh out of the gate it's funny that freshers. we've had a lot of men weighing in on this oh yeah first of off them. we've been told time and time again by our management that we don't have any male listeners so yeah Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'm sorry. We have 0.5 of one. Wasn't that the last stat they gave us? Yeah. yeah 0.5. Then, uh, half a dude. Half mm -hmm. half of a guy listens. Then <laughs> our boss said, uh, our boss told us that our show should be sponsored by Hoover because we suck. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really offensive. Uh, uh, that would actually uh, be a pretty cool sponsorship. Yeah, it would be actually. Yeah, like that. Somebody the funny thing is, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, no, go ahead with your funny. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, the funny thing is, I wouldn't want to meet someone's family after a month. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. No, no way. That seems no. like Klingon-ish to me. That's like a stage yeah. five Klinger to me. Somebody said my, my husband met our parents within a month of us dating. He showed up at the restaurant for my mom's birthday. And here we are 18 years later still together. Well, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, Was he invited? Somebody, yeah. He said just, just shows, he shows like, up. <laughs> it's like Steve when Brittany broke up with her broke up with him. Just he starts showing up places. Give her pizza. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Free pizza. Mm -hmm. Three months for meeting the family, somebody else, sister with a brain said, but I think friends and close friends within a month, or I would be suspicious. That's true. I think friends now and, look. Oh, okay. I'll say this. You're dating somebody, right? Yeah. Uh friends, close friends within a month non-pandemic times whatever definitely yeah. definitely yeah. i agree with that but mm -hmm. parents family i consider family parents right six months tops like come on like that's the you know, like you would know. wait six months yeah I intentionally mean, I go, you'd be like okay well that means we can meet him in october yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that but it was usually right around then you know i remember oh. for example I, I was dating a girl named Lori, and the second time my parents met her my father and I were playing racquetball with Lori. So we're playing cutthroat. There's three of us. And Connie knows the rest of the story. My mother was there watching from the gallery above. Yeah, and dad Remember was checking out her butt. Yeah. Yeah, and my mother caught him because the ball went right by him. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, David, what are you doing? So checking how, okay, so that has nothing to do with this, the, this, the topic at hand, though. What, no. how, how far into dating her was that? That was eight months into it. Yeah. Well, no, we were. But semester, that was the so. second time they met her, right? They'd already met her once. Yeah, she. They met her actually within three months, but it was a college thing, you know. I think we just yeah. kind of hung out for a semester, so that that's true. So that's a bad mm. example. Most of the most of the ladies, 
It wouldn't be right away, except for like a high school girlfriend, right? Because they, yeah. she lives down the road or something, and she's coming over to help you. I don't know. Homework. See, this is the problem. Everybody has a different idea of what's okay to bring the family into the mix at when you start dating somebody. Everybody feels differently. We've hardly had two people who agree about, and everybody's situation is different. So, yeah. again, I'm going to throw it out there that if people just communicated better, this would not be an issue. Yeah, you're right. Communication is like everything, I mean, is the number one thing, Connie. You know, Lupe said too soon, and uh, Kevin said when I was dating my wife, she didn't meet my kids for about six months. He has kids. I didn't want yeah. my kids meeting somebody that I wasn't serious with. I agree right. with that 100%. Right. 100%. You don't want to yeah. mess those kids up. You know, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And and meeting the family, too, by the way, like it's one thing for you to go to Dallas or Texas with her. They went away on a vacation together to Texas and hung out with her sister. At three months, yeah. At three That's her sister. It's a lot different than your parents. You know? Siblings are different. Well, she hasn't even hung out with his friends yet, though, so. Yeah, they're probably not. They're probably not going to last. I don't know. That's a shame, but. And sometimes I think people stay in relationships way longer than they know they should because um, dating is awful or can be awful. Dating can be awful. And so. plus. You want some verification that, you know, a good reason, a good excuse for you to be able to stay because you don't want to have to put yourself back out there because it sucks, especially if you're online dating. You Plus, know? she's not for, uh, getting her balloon animal desires filled. Like, what is she <laughs> getting out of this relationship? Is it a Nothing. COVID settlement? Nothing. Like, I don't know. Like, It kind of seems settling? like it. It kind of yeah. seems like it. Okay. Like she needs more. So thanks for weighing in on all that. Uh, we have totes trending coming up in just a second. And then the text question of the day, what is the most embarrassing thing that you have ever done for money? Text question of the day is what is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money? We'll do that yeah. coming up in a few minutes. Connie wore a mushroom hat <laughs> and served meat. <laughs> I, uh, I ran through uh, in Connie's jammy shorts in the dead of winter, Omaha, Nebraska. And Steve tried to run across water. <laughs> Uh, for 20 bucks or something like that. So there you go. <laughs> Great examples. I love uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I love it. I like All right, so that. we'll get to that. The most embarrassing thing that you have ever done for money. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. You know, uh, Back to the Future, not the only mm-hmm. movie that predicted the future. I'm uh, going to share one with you in just a sec. A movie that Ooh. Connie knows uh, quite a bit about the book. Uh, more so than I would say to even the movie. So we'll talk about that in a sec. But first, we got to talk about getting spanked with a wooden board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? This couple in Russia, Connie, uh, okay. they uh, were uh, hooking up in the bushes in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. They got interrupted by an angry old woman who spanked okay. them with a wooden board. <laughs> That's how you hear the spank. And she's speaking in Russian. She's like, no, dude, stop. Don't what? Yeah. And they just she's sat like, there and took it? Yeah, they didn't like really, uh, like they weird. didn't roll it into the experience or anything. <laughs> but it's <laughs> just you know, like, weird. Do Come it on, again. Man. Come on, Grandma. Do it again. That's weird. No. Yeah, it's very weird. Would you, you know sit there else? and just take it? No. Come no, on. I didn't sit there and take it when I was in my frat, let alone uh, that. Okay. Uh, Carol Baskin. <laughs> so uh, my buddy uh, Al Snow uh, is a, an old WWE wrestler, and it was his birthday the other day. And they had uh, a bunch of people had Carol Baskin do one of those personal messages, right? Okay. She's trending right now with one of the ones that she did for someone else. And uh, the reason that she's trending is because she raps like 50 Cent in it. 
Yeah. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin and Howard Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. And we are here with the Crip Mates to wish Charlotte a happy birthday. Go, Go Charlotte. Charlotte. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're, We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Bacardi like it's, it's your birthday. birthday. And, and you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That oh, was Carol Oh, it Baskin. got better when you could see them. Da- I saw it yesterday. It got better when you could see them dancing afterwards oh, when the actual song started. Lord help us. I, her Lord husband, help us. man, I don't know what that dude's thinking. Well, I, I, I think he's thinking money or fear. One of the two. I think it's uh, both. Connie, if I, I know you're not. And a he big doesn't WD. seem well. He just doesn't no. seem well. He seems very old. And probably being I, yeah, drugged. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. situation. Anybody want a peanut? Well, who, who is that? Do you, know, do you know who that is? Yeah, Anybody that's the big wanna... dude. Andre the Giant. Bingo. Andre the Giant's uh, character, uh, actually in the movie The Princess Bride, asks uh, the main character in the movie The Princess Bride a question that's now become trending because they're saying in the movie The Princess Bride that they may have predicted the future. Were you wearing a mask? Were you burned the acid or something like that? Oh, no, it's just they're terribly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. That's right. In The Princess Bride, they predict that everyone will be wearing masks in the future. And now everybody's uh-huh. like, oh, they knew. Nope, it's a joke. It's a joke in a movie. They didn't know everyone would be wearing masks in the future. But, you know, so. I mean, every hundred years, it seems like it, so. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's a good and, guess. Uh, I, if you're going to speculate I, about something, it seems like a good thing to speculate about. Kind of like the movie Back to the Future 2 where they predicted all this stuff. But really, flying cars will happen, right? It's kind of one of those things that you know are going to happen. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. My God, they they brought the Bronco back. Come on. Well, they, okay, so that means now. flying cars are coming back? What the heck? I think what kind anything can happen. That? I think anything can happen now that the Bronco's no. back. Now, if they bring the Gremlin back, maybe. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that little floating Gremlin maybe. car would be fun as well. Okay, let's talk about working from home, Connie. Well, people who are working from home right now are really annoyed with meetings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Because, so this is interesting. So when you go to work and you got your eight hours there, you're stuck there anyway, right? So you go into your meeting and sometimes you actually enjoy the meeting more because it gets you out of what you're normally doing at that time. So it gives you a little break to hang out with your coworkers and have a meeting. But now that so many people, because so many people are still working from home and a lot of people are never going back to an office. They're well, gone. Our boss works from home. Our, our, you know, he's at his house. Yes. And he has pretty much minus a week or two this whole entire time. Um, I have a friend who is never going back to work. He's wow. working from home, literally from this, from this point on, he's done doing it. But they're saying when you have a meeting in an office, so you're stuck there all day anyway. But when you have a meeting from home, it just cuts into your productivity. So you have to work longer and miss out on all the other stuff that you like to do at home. And it's funny because, I mean, I don't know. I, like in our company, we don't even have in-person meetings anymore. No. All the no, meetings they... are, are done online. Ugh, if everybody's stupid. in the building, everybody's in their own offices and all the meetings are done online. And I Ugh. think online meetings are way more annoying than in-person meetings and painful and they mm-hmm. suck the juice out of your they phone are painful, they, aren't they yeah well if, for example <sighs> we're meeting with our boss via microsoft teams right yeah and mm-hmm. uh, every week 
Uh, by the time we meet with them, we're all in our homes or Steve's walking his kid or whatever. And mm-hmm. I've got, I have a connectivity problem. And every week I have to do this, that, the other thing. And finally this week I was like, dude, why can't we just call each other? Like, I understand you need to meet with us and talk to us about stuff. But do why do we have to call. do this? Right. Why can't we do a conference call where my phone doesn't go from 90% to 15% in the hour and a half we're on the phone with you? Right? right. I mean. Yeah, that does do suck we... up a lot of battery power. It really does. Uh-huh. Like, why do we have to do that? I have a friend, Connie. She were I don't want to say what field she works in, but the field that she works in, she mm-hmm. has four or five Zoom meetings or Microsoft Teams meetings a day. Oh, no way. Yeah, she's going nuts. <laughs> this is awful. She's driving her crazy. Ew. Yeah. Hard pass. No way. Hard pass. Mm. Yeah. I have no desire to do that. So is that our future? Is that what the study is saying, or is that we're all miserable? No, people are <laughs> miserable. People hate yeah. online meetings now. Where at the beginning, uh, like back in March, people thought online meetings were pretty cool. Now yeah. they, they're, they're, yeah, they resent them. Okay. So would you rather wear work clothes and have an in-person meeting or comfy clothes and have online Online. Meetings? Online. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to go online <laughs> for, for sure. that. For, yeah. Because you got your comfies on and you don't have to wear a bra as long as you don't sneeze. Yeah. Whoop, booby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people are resenting them, but they resent them more than uh, they used to resent meetings in person, you know. But I don't think a lot of companies are even having in-person meetings anymore. You got to be so far away. Who has a conference room table that big? Yeah, I've you got a, If you have 30 I, employees and they all have to be six feet apart, that's a big, giant conference room table. I have know? a family member who has went into work because uh, they were scattering, bringing people back to their workplace. She lives in another state. And uh, she was in a conference room with a giant table looking at a monitor of everybody else at home. And she went, I'm going home after the meeting. Yeah. She was like, nope, not, not doing this again. No, nope, yeah, don't, don't need to be here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a really interesting time. But I'm telling you, these Teams meetings, I don't understand the significance of having to see the people. I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. But to me, I, I just know. think it's. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's a management thing. Oh, Unless you're looking at They probably like were taught in some stupid class that they took that, you know, it's better when you look your employees in the eye. Can <laughs> Who somebody knows? explain Who knows? to me, other than looking at graphs or something that you have to look at, right? Right. Uh, via those Teams things or Zoom. Can somebody explain to me, please, like I'm a three-year-old, the significance of having to see somebody while in a meeting? I would love that. Like, I know we're going to do the text question of the day in a sec, but after, yeah. I would love to talk about why that's important because it drives me nuts It nuts you know oh fish why is your phone not on your face because i muted you and i went pee i'm not gonna die i i feel like companies buy into certain things and i feel like our company has totally bought into the whole team's idea and they can actually go back and check and see how many meetings you're having you know like people Uh, up at the top of the company can go and look and go okay well how many times has blah diddy blah been on a team's meeting this week how many times have they met with their employees and i have a feeling that's why people are doing it because higher-ups can go back and check and see what you're doing so they want to make sure that you're touching base with all your staff members and you know you're leading them in the proper who knows i don't know but that wouldn't surprise me if that was the case i think you're probably right but ask me to to describe how i feel about that teams or the zooms meetings fish how do you feel about zoom or teams meetings 
the butthole of the world sometimes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the mayor of Cleveland right. felt about Cleveland. Yep. That's how I feel. That's how I feel, All right. dog. We got the text question of the day coming up next. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? You can still weigh in all the ways. We're at 814 now at JT on Mix. All right. Text question of the day. Let's talk about that old TQOTD, my friends. Uh, we've got some great answers for this, Connie. The most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money. What was yours again there, Mushroom Head? <laughs> Ugh, I worked at the sign of the beef carver, and I had to wear this stupid mushroom hat. It was ridiculous. Then, like, and white it gave dress. me awful hat head, and I always had, after after my shift, I always had, I, I was playing softball then. This wasn't, like, a high school. This was in college, so I was playing, you know, like, for a bar league. Yeah. And, uh, I always had to, like, wet my hair down and put it in a ponytail and make it look better because the mushroom hat did weird things to my hair. Did you have big poofy hair then still? Did you have like the big poofy it was, hair? It was still pretty poofy, yeah. So it looked like a giant mushroom in the middle of a bush. <laughs> Must have been cool. <laughs> hey, money's money, Sexy. honey. Got to make yeah. a living. Uh, right. So what's the most embarrassing you, the click of six, have ever done for money? Here we go. Somebody said, not me, but an old friend snorted ranch and ketchup through a straw oh. up his nose for $5. So here's what happened. We were all at a Denny's on a Friday or Saturday night. It was kind of busy. So he started coughing and dry heaving for about 20 minutes after. It embarrassed him, but it made us all laugh. It was hysterical. Five bucks is not worth it. Sorry. No No, way. Pass. Pass. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money? Somebody said I allowed myself to be talked down to uh, because I needed my job. That's what I did. That was embarrassing Mm. to me. There you go. My cousin ate some bacon flavored crickets and made 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. See what I don't understand about that kind of stuff. I guess everybody's different, but I wouldn't even be able to swallow. No, no. I would not only would I not be able to swallow if it was a cricket, I wouldn't be able to chew it. I'd vomit. I would just be vomiting the whole time. I do it like a, I do it like the, uh, as long as they said I didn't have to chew, I do it like yeah. I did that, uh, half a weed gummy somebody gave me once, which is I just swallowed it. <laughs> I guess you're supposed to chew it, I guess. Steve, you're supposed he threw to it chew. down his throat and took a sip of his milk or whatever. Yeah, I did. You took it like a pill? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. is that, doesn't that still work, though? Yeah, it still works. It would I, just take a lot longer. Like, and it's I mean, not. The, it, the gummy still tastes edible. like gummy, pretty much. <laughs> no, but the gummy <laughs> tasted like, like, you know, A little tiny weed. bit, it tastes like weed. <laughs> yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe you got a bad gummy. I don't know. Uh, the, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Somebody <laughs> ate raw gizzards for 20 bucks. Oh. Uh, check this one out. Yuck. Seventh grade. This person in seventh grade. The, the year was 2002-ish. Uh, they drank a full bottle of cherry coffee syrup for a dollar, and they hate cherry. I, what wow. would that do to you in seventh grade? That's a bad idea. That's yeah, you can get really idea. sick, and that, that's really bad for your, like, kidneys and liver absolutely I know people, people, for everything you, you can yeah people do that like recreationally and it's not good for you yeah no, that's don't do bad. that yeah. don't no uh here's one guys i dumpster dove in the trash at the gas station for discarded lotto tickets it took visiting two gas stations i finally found a ten dollar scratch off that somebody threw away boom hashtag winner i got free gas Really? That's hilarious. <laughs> I always think that people throw away a lot of tick a lot of lotto tickets that are winners because um yeah. they don't know how to read them. Yeah, I agree. Because they they can be confusing, you know? I always mm-hmm. take them in just in case, you know. I don't you know, just like not the Well, then you hear stories about people who are like, "Nope, that's not a winner," and then they it is a winner and they lie to you. 
and take it. Yeah, back. and then they, if they ever ask me to throw, oh, well, no, that's not a winner. Do you want me to throw it away? I'll say, no, I'll take it back. Yeah. Because yeah, just because of that very thing. Text question of the day again is what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Somebody said when I was younger, I used to dress like the Tyson chicken from head to toe at a food show. All these little damn kids kept pulling on my tail and I hated it. <laughs> what was so embarrassing is I couldn't breathe in the head. Also, my coworker won't shut up right now. I'm trying to listen to you guys. She is my Karen. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I love her. Shut All up, right. lady. Uh, somebody said, I can't believe I'm, in, I'm admitting to this, please. Anonymy. Anonymy. I told you I was going to get stuck on that Anonymous one. Anonymous me. Anonym, anonymity, please. Uh, when I was four or five, much older cousin said he would pay me if I licked all of his toes. I did it. That's funny. Hey, you know, you want to lick my toes? Hey, I'll give you a dollar. I would way rather lick toes than eat a cricket. Hamburger. I would never eat a cricket. You could offer me $100,000 and I couldn't eat a cricket. I wouldn't be able to swallow it. But I'd lick your toes uh, all day long. Yeah, you would. And you'd like <laughs> I mean, for a hundred grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, nope, nope, nope. She's doing it for free. She's doing it for free. Day. You heard it here first. All right. When I was high school, I needed the money to go out. So I took my old uh, Victoria's Secret lotion bottle that was almost empty and filled it with uh, St. Ives lotion. They were not, I never opened oh. it. And they gave me cash back. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, yeah, I returned it. Yeah, that was uh, kind of brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, most weird thing I've ever done for money is my uh, fraternity at Central raised money mm -hmm. for Wounded Warrior Foundation. Got auction I got auctioned off as a human. A lot of them got dressed uh, in dresses and makeup, and we all had to go out to the bar for a night. I did one of those once, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. so the bad. auction. Yeah, yeah, I was not a Awful. fan of it. Okay, yeah. we're going to do the top five-ish after this one. You ready? Okay. Uh, again, may I'll do it. I'll just fire a couple. Most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money. Drank a cup of hot sauce for two bucks. Ate a red chili pepper out of a dumpster gas station for 20. Ew. Dressed as a blue shampoo bottle in 10 degree weather. That's the one before okay. the top five-ish that throws me. That's weird. Why would you dress up as behind a, that? Yeah, it was like someone paying you to do that for themselves. Is that for a business? They didn't give me anything else. <laughs> so Yeah, that's go. weird. That weird yeah, fetish so. thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like the girl that acts like a dog. All right. Yeah. Top five ish coming next. What is the most embarrassing thing you have ever done for money? Right now, we are uh, in the middle of a little thing we like to call the text question of the day, and we are doing the top five ish. Connie, we are stacked. We are. What ready. is the most embarrassing thing that you have ever done for money? Man, just just stop me if you want to uh, talk about some Discuss. of these. Discuss. They're, they're weird. Okay. okay. Uh, jumped out of a moving car for 10 bucks when I was 16. I got a dollar for that one uh, for every mile. Oh, my gosh. Uh, every mile per hour, I got $10. Somebody said, I uh, walked around no. my older brother's house party at 14 in a mankini for five bucks. There you go. <laughs> that <laughs> seems like a really weird. That's great. Uh, Most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I probably should have made this one number one, but uh, I love this one. Sister with a brain texted in. Walked into the men's room at a bar and shook some guy's hand for 10 bucks. <laughs> It's kind of a weird Yeah Did it have to be Did he have to be doing a certain thing Because I would have just waited for somebody to finish washing their hands If they do And then shook his hand Yeah I don't know how it worked out I don't know the inner workings I uh, didn't get a follow up on that one uh, We're talking about again uh, The uh, most embarrassing thing that you've ever done for money I drank my sister's breast milk for 20 bucks 
I was drunk and her husband dared me to do it. I threw up immediately. Uh, yeah, it depends on the batch, you know? Well, anyway. Does uh, it? Somebody, yeah, that's what I've heard. Does it? Uh, I don't somebody know. Somebody said I once made 50 bucks for letting five guys fart in my face at a high school party. Uh, it's from a woman, you by the way. You pink eye that way. Yeah. yeah they, she said I didn't get many dates after that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <shocked>. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, dressed up like a pig for a barbecue restaurant I worked for. The pig was the mascot. The costume was way too small for me. This place uh, served really cheap beer, so people would get really hammered. Customers would call me Fat A and sometimes kick me when I wasn't looking. It was very humiliating, but it was really good money. Oh, my gosh. What? That sounds horrible. That sucks. <laughs> well, you need the money, right? If you need the yeah. cash. Yeah. Uh, we're number four right now. Right after high school, my... Uh, over 50 year old neighbor would pay me to give her a naked massage she offered to help buy me a car if we hooked up the car is now long gone but the uh, flashbacks still remain <laughs> so wow. they hooked up yeah hmm. after high school though that means what was the most paid. embarrassing thing you've ever done for money number three i ate a cat turd for a hundred bucks connie and fish my friend filmed it and posted the video on social my girlfriend saw the video. Guess what she did? Uh, dumped you. She broke up with me. It yeah. was a year ago. I'm 40. What? <laughs> so this 40-year-old dude I'm ate cat 40. crap for 100 bucks, and they threw oh, it on Facebook. No way. Yeah. No way. Number two. A guy at a party got to talking to me in the den while we were drinking. Okay, I'm going to stop the show for this one. Okay. Okay. Text question of the day, Connie. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Yeah. A guy at a party got to... My favorite part of this is the end. Uh, a guy at a party got to talking to me in the den while we were drinking. Okay. Then he said, hey, would you mind if I rubbed your feet and painted your toenails? Well, I was drunk and I was uh, actually let him do it. I was surprised when he left me $100. Wow. On a side note right now, because of COVID, I'm laid off. So, Adam, I'll do it in my cheesy radio thing. So, Adam, if you're out there, I have 10 <laughs> bottles of polish to choose from. Plus, <laughs> we can finish that conversation about our top 10 bands. Oh, man. So, Adam, special request. If you want to throw 100 bucks to this chick, she'll let you paint her, her toenails, okay? There you go. <laughs> Adam really enjoyed that, apparently. Yeah, he did. $100? <laughs> yeah, if you know an Adam that likes to paint freak. toenails. He left her a hundred bucks and he didn't off notice that she didn't say she's drunk and she didn't say he offered me money. She's drunk. She was surprised when he left a hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Number one. Hilarious. Text question of the day. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done for money? Sister with a brain said. One time when I was breastfeeding, I was the designated driver for people going to the bar. So I run into some guys. I used to ride the bus with. We were talking about breastfeeding, and there was 50 bucks out on the table. <laughs> here's, the, here's what I had to do for the 50. Mm. They said I couldn't squirt his hand from where I sat. <laughs> Easiest 50 bucks I ever made. <laughs> Boom! Wow. Yes! She long shot her breast milk. She's glorious. Yes! Good for her. Oh my God. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. I'd throw 20 on the pot for that. Steve, have you guys ever played that game? No, but now I kind of want to ask yes! uh, after Isabel's born. 
next yeah. month. Be like, hey, I'll set yes. up, like, set up some That's old cans hilarious. and bottles. No, dude, you remember <laughs> on the shelf remember... and be like, take them down. <laughs> no, you remember the bozo game with the buckets? <laughs> there we go. Put no, a prize what was that for your game? wife, like where the buckets game? are all in a row. And you got to drop okay. the ball in the bucket and you win a prize and based on how far the buckets are. So mm -hmm. you put them all in a row and you put like, maybe give her like, throw like a $50 gift card to her favorite place in the farthest bucket. And she has to hit the farthest bucket with there her breast milk to get it in there. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Like you always have to take one, it to the weird level. Bucket you take a perfectly got... normal thing and make it weird. No, but bucket one, you write a note. thing like target practice with your breasts. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's the joke. Get it? I think, it's, I think that's funny, man. No, bucket number one, you make her clean, Steve. This can be great. Um, Fish, I'm about to to make you really sad. No. Oh, hold on. Let me get it ready. You're going to make me sad. I got my sad I am. I'm bubbles. about to make you sad. Oh, no. So the U.S. dietary guidelines have oh, been updated, crap. and All there's right. one big change. And a lot of people aren't going to like this change. So since 1990, the U.S. dietary guidelines have said that men should limit themselves to two alcoholic drinks a day and women should limit themselves to one. Okay. Now they have changed it. They've updated it. And they say everybody should only have one drink a day, both men and women. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. They say that they, this is the U.S. dietary guidelines. They say that they revised it because two drinks versus one leads to a higher risk of death. Now, what necessarily is your definition of an alcoholic drink? Is it any drink with alcohol in it? Is it yes. a double? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, could it be is it so, a double? I... No. It's any, <laughs> any alcohol in your drink. Okay. Whether so... it's 3%, 5%. I saw somebody bought some beer the other day that has like 10.6%. I'm like, oh, my oh. God. That's but that amazing. is just nasty. Oof. Okay, Yuck. so uh, who is this that said this crap survey? Who are these people? The U.S. Dietary Guidelines. Yeah, like, please, please, <laughs> dear sweet U.S. Dietary <laughs> Guidelines. Can someone please go find them and mentally slap them about the face, head, and neck? Because your boy Fish <laughs> is not happy. I was fine with the whole, you know, I was okay with women having two drinks a day. I don't necessarily think that the well, with women, it's always been one. It's yeah, always that's just been not one. fair. I, why can't so we that hasn't changed. For it's them? the men part that has changed. That's just weird. That's just that's poppycock. You know, it's funny is. because when you know when you go to the doctor and you have to fill out your paperwork and it says, you know, do you use drugs? Do you use this? Do you do you yeah. drink alcohol? Yes. Um, and then it says. And then it gives you choices like one drink a day, yep. 10 drinks a week, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I never fall into any of those categories because I don't even have a drink a week. I don't even yeah. have one a week. I don't even have so, one every two weeks. I drink more in the summertime out in the pool than or by the pool or in the pool. Um, that and, and that is even like two drinks max normally. And that's I'm not just, even every time. That's just sometimes if fish happens to be here. Getting them for me out of the refrigerator. Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. Because that's what he does, Steve. That's what he does. Yep. You don't have a drink in your hand. Or he'll he'll pick up my can. Oh, this sounds empty. You need another drink. Oh, my yep. gosh, dude. No. <laughs> oh. Jeez. I know. She does. She does. <laughs> like, for example, tonight, I'm thinking about the beverage that I'm going to have tonight now because I'm allowed to have one drink a day. And, I, and I'm like a Captain Coke, Pepsi, whatever guy, right? 
So I, I, I'm imagining the, the, the captain and Coke that I'm going to have tonight that you're going to be able to see through the glass. It's in a Wesco. Like, it's in your Wesco giant tumbler thing. Yeah, my, my giant tumbler. It's like 64 you, ounces. 64 <laughs> ounces, and it's all Captain, and then a, like a one-shot glass filled with Coke. Just dunk. Which would Do you have a drink terrible. every day? No. I would No, I don't. But uh, I would say, based on these weird times, because I got to blame something. No, I would say, you always have. So, well, ever since you've been with Alicia. You have yeah, because sure. yeah, that's my problem. Alicia is like maybe four or five days a week. We'll have a glass of wine, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at her and I'm like, I'm not a wine drinker. So I'm like, well, that seems really nice. I'm going to have a, a beer or a captain or, oh, I'm tired. I need a Red Bull vodka or something, whatever, or an amp vodka. Uh, so I, whatever it is, you know, like uh, that's, so that's kind of my thing. You know, what's right? funny. What? Why do you have to have it? This is like you're, again, 20. Why do you have to have a drink? Because somebody else around you is having a drink. Because I yeah. want to party. Because I always want to oh. party. <laughs> really? I love to party. I like to have fun. I want to party. I mean, like, I just, you know, straight up, straight fact. If we didn't have the schedule we had, I probably would. I want to party. I'm ready to party, man. I'm a party guy. I'm a party guy. Wild and crazy guy. I want to party. You know how much grief he has given me, Steve, over the years, both between college and then fast forward 20 years after that to divorce year, how much grief I got from this guy because I wanted to party. And mine totals like, I don't know, three years of my whole entire life. Vicious totals. Like, give me a break. Do yeah. I want to party? Well, I mean, I do, but that's the thing, too, is, like, it, it's just fun. But that being said, you're sitting, like, I'm just not one of those people that can sit there and, like, uh, you know, get a, you know, I, I tried it. I actually tried this on a weekend. Uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to have my, I'm going to do the uh, the whiskey thing. Not uh, with the body, but with the drink. And I'm going to do the whiskey thing. I'm going to have a glass of whiskey. I'm going to put a big ice cube in it. I'm going to see how it is. Right. And I get this uh, Wyoming whiskey. Oh, you posted it on Facebook. Yeah. It's the Wyoming Mm. whiskey that uh, Dan and I, Connie's husband, Dan and I each bought a bottle of. And I pour myself a nice glass and I sip it and it's wonderful. And I'm like, but I'm a quick drinker. Like even water. My neighbors were busting my junk on that the other day. I just slam drinks. I can't help it. So I get Mm. done and I'm like, that was great. Now, what am I, what normal people might do is stop. But I'm like, that was so much fun. I want some more. Okay, (laughs) let's have Mm -hmm. some more. And then you Mm -hmm. have another one. And Mm -hmm. so there's your two. But now, according to this weird governmental agency that's probably not even real, I can't even do that. The U.S. Dietary Guidelines. Yeah, those guys. Who are they? (laughs) I've never heard them. I didn't vote for them in the last election. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Screw that. I thought you were going to talk about food. This is almost as bad as food. What's next? What are they going to take from me now? Like fast food? They tell me eat more lettuce? Screw you, U.S. Dietary Guidelines. I don't like no. you. A lot of people say lettuce has zero nutrition. You should have other things mixed in with it, like spinach oh, or kale. See? That's them, too. That's probably those jerks, saying, too. A lot of people say, yeah, there's no there's no value to eating lettuce. I, I, mean, I, I eat lettuce, lettuce a lot. I mean, when yeah, the whole yeah. pandemic started, just Steve, you started, you know, you kind of dipped off the weed and onto the beer. Are you no mm-hmm. longer a beer-a-day guy? Are you not doing that anymore? No, I usually, I, I buy now like a, I don't know, either a six, every time I go grocery shopping every couple of weeks. So it's not every day, but every other day probably I have a beer now. Yeah, so yeah. that was what's, t- I, I have this giant thing on my forehead and I'm getting it sliced up 
and I had to go to a doctor for the preliminary, we know you need to have something sliced on your head, but let us look at it photo thing. Right, right. And you fill out that stupid form, <laughs> and they're like, so what do you mean you have like five drinks a week? Like, what, what, what does that mean? You know, because you never totally tell the truth. And, uh, and I tell and the like, truth. What do you mean you never? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't tell the truth. You know, you no. don't have to lie about it. No, I'm just like, why you know, do you lie like, about it? And I looked at her and I go, well, COVID. And she goes, I get it. Yeah. So now it's like the only good thing about COVID, Connie. Wait, she that. questioned you for five drinks a week. I feel like you're lying and you put more on there. No, no, she's not questioning me. Did she's you like, tell the truth and you're like, Five no, cases of beer a week. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be even a lot for your boy Fish. He just wants to party. One hundred twenty beers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's that even a lot so for nasty. me. Yeah, I know that. I'll hard mm-hmm. I'd be living on Pedialyte at that point. <laughs> it just uh, it just cracks me up how our roles have very much reversed. I know. And I'm wondering. And it's funny because people are like, "Oh, well, I mean, I still drink. I just don't drink mm-hmm. like I used to." Yeah. Um, and obviously nothing like divorce year because that was a that whole year was a party. So well, I'm actually grateful people. you don't drink like you used to because I clearly, according to the U.S. dietary guidelines, I'm already drinking <laughs> enough. If you were drinking like you used to, you're so fun drunk. So if you, if I was drinking like I, you used to, oh good lord, I don't think my body <laughs> could handle it because I'd want to party with you. That'd but be, it's you so know. funny because the two men who I spend the most time in my life with are Dan and Fish. And both of them get so excited when I say, yeah, I'll have a drink. Oh, I'll go get you one. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to run over there. What do you want? Do you want a white claw? Do you want a yep. beer? What do you yep. want? It's like, Hamburger. why are you guys so excited? I'm still fun, even when I don't. Ha- you when are I'm not still bomb. fun. No, you're still fun. You don't have to drink that fun with Connie. That's true. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, let's put Connie four drinks in, right? If you put Connie four drinks in, then all of a sudden she's dancing <laughs> and she's like, I mean, that's oh, true. you guys, you want a party or what? <laughs> like, this a party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why I you sounded like. I just love my voice when you impersonate it. <laughs> I know you're silence of the lambs guy. <laughs> hey, Dan, rub lotion on my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Come here. Let's drink my booty. All right. Yeah. The dance party is next. I saw a picture of Eminem online the other day. I can't remember what the story was because I was left sitting there staring at him going, he is so much better looking now. I have never, not once in my entire life for 20 years that we've known who Eminem is and what he's all about and everything. I've never not once thought he was a good looking dude ever. Sorry. Just he wasn't my type. And now that he's got his, his natural hair color again, he's got a beard and stuff. I don't know what it is about him, but. Burly He's a smoke show. Yeah, oh, wow, he looks really? good. Yeah, well, he looks now good. I, now I gotta look mm-hmm. him up. Yeah, he M&M. looks good now. I don't know why. Yeah. With I the, think part with of the, the reason too is that he actually he got sober. So a lot of those older maybe looks of his he was he wasn't sober at the time. Oh, uh, yeah. when he made the hair choices and stuff, you think he was like drunk or something? Well, it's funny well, no, because he, I always he was addicted I, to a bunch of stuff back in the day. I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, we know Steve, but no, when he was when he had blonde hair, he was super pasty. And I used to, and he did always look like he was strung out. But at that mm-hmm. point, we didn't know he was always strung out. You know yeah. what I mean? We didn't yeah. know that. We may have assumed it. We didn't know it until afterwards. But now I'm like, wow, he looks healthy. And I don't know. He just looks good. But you know what gets me about Eminem? Like, I'm about Eminem right now. Like, uh, for example, like Kanye West. Like Kanye West's old music. Like Good Life and the, the Gold Digger. Those songs. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I want that type of music from Kanye. I want like what we just played from Eminem from Eminem. Now I know right. it's his, of his craft, his art. He gets to do what he wants. Well, it's like Prince at the end. Prince was more jazzy, which I liked his jazz. Um, but it didn't even compare to this other stuff he did, the more rocky kind of stuff. Oh, remember when we rocky saw him in Bobby. concert and he was playing like that weird jazzy yes. version of yes. let's go crazy. Wow, chicken wow. Let's get nuts. Wow, chicken wow. Oh. Ooh, yeah, nuts. Yeah, we we actually left before the encore and yes. Yeah. It's a Prince, Prince concert. Hello. It's Prince yeah. and me. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, it was mm-hmm. it was terrible. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, when doves cry, wow, chicka, wow. <laughs> no. Remember a few minutes ago when we were talking about how I think Eminem is just smoking hot now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got an email that said, Connie, because of what you said, I just Googled recent pictures of him. OMG, you are not kidding. And she sent this picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I, know, I don't know what the deal is. He looks a thousand times better now than he did 20 years ago. She's like, guys, Good for him. look at him. How many him. people can look say that? Yeah, it's yeah. true. Men get more handsome. I, I feel like men get so much more handsome as they get older. Man. They just do. I, I honest to God, I remember it was like three days ago. I was walking by a mirror in my house, and I saw myself, and I was like, whoa, who are you, dude? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's me. I am so much better looking. <laughs> I am All so right. hot. Can I get a fish pick? Yeah, he made news earlier this week. I, I love this dude. Apparently, he was having marital trouble for a while, and that's why his wife went out with a much younger man and had some fun. But Will Smith. <laughs> she had an entanglement. Yeah, she got entangled with yeah. another dude while he may have got to get entangled <laughs> with Margot Robbie. But this is the Drink fish pick. Funky. Yay! Bring it, baby. Bring it with it. Fix 95.7. All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Vic show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie. Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 